0: with Jake Austin, about growing up in the South Shore neighborhood of Chicago, going to art school, then quitting painting uh, to concentrate on making a magazine, about his lifelong fascination with masked bands and masked singers and their relationship with comics, books, superheroes, and the like. And about uh, having a salary job for the first time in his life in his 40s many other things as well this is an epic talk and uh, a really good one I think here you go
1: the the motion of that picture that was a really really good (laughs)
0: thanks Uh... (laughs) he was like a mountain of a man He's yeah. this giant man.
1: He hit a home run on fourth of July when I was listening on the yeah. radio at somebody's house. Yeah. But, but I don't remember him hitting any other home runs that year. He must have hit three or four, but I don't remember any others.
0: Well those are the only two things he did. He either hit a home run okay. or he struck out. But he
1: didn't hit a home run was a problem. Like normally yeah. that would be like it's okay if forty of them come out. it well,
0: was it like the tail end of his career kind of yeah. like it didn't for whatever reason, I, I guess the pitchers solved him, you know, figured out how to get him, you know? Because, yeah, I mean, he'd, I think he'd had some seasons of, like, 40 home runs or something. He'd had some good seasons before.
1: But he didn't seem like a... Because we had just had that guy who, with the son
0: the year before. The what?
1: The guy who made his son be on the team, and then when they told him he couldn't... hang like he, they, His son had to hang around all the time. And then when he told him he couldn't be on the team... Like, when they told him he could only come sometimes, he quit baseball. He retired. uh, Oh, right. Right. (laughs) And I saw a video the other day, which I guess is famous, but i would never seen before, where somebody's just capturing audio of Bo Jackson explaining to that little boy who Bo Jackson is. Oh, yeah. Like, (laughs) and bragging, but not like, you know, know, not humble in any way, but also not being a dick. Yeah. He's like, you know, I'm I'm the only person who uh, was in. Oh, he
0: wasn't doing it in third person. He was doing it as himself.
1: He was just, oh, he, the know. kid was on the field. Yeah, yeah. And, and he was just ex- talking to him about who he is. He said, the guy said, you play football? I said, yeah. I mean, and he, he gives a lot of detail. He explains yeah. to this kid really well. He said, I'm the only person to be in an all-star game in a pro bowl. Yeah. You know? I'm the only person to do, be in an all-star game in a pro bowl. And like, he, he like, it was what Bo Jackson thinks about himself. It was mm. like really cool. It's probably easy to find. Uh, online.
0: And he was explaining to that the, what, the son of the guy that used yeah. his son as an emotional support animal basically right.
1: for, for his career and then, quit, <laughs> and then that was one of the ways when you, and, and when Chris Sale like got super angry about them t- saying this kid couldn't get on you were like oh Chris Sale's a fucking asshole like oh there's something wrong with Chris Sale he's a piece of shit like, Chris Sale yeah. got super angry about this, and he was like, this kid's more important on the team than anyone else. And I'm like, oh, Chris Sale, there's something wrong with him. And then you, over the next year, you're like, oh, there's lots of things wrong with Chris Sale.
0: There are. Well, the times that he actually is able, the few times that... They he, can pitch he's, now, yeah. he's able to play yeah. baseball. He's very good at it, but those are few and far between. Now, he seems to appear now once or twice a year, and then he goes down with another injury. This year
1: it was a bike. He broke, he broke his. Wrist a, b- riding a bike? Okay. Just, he, no, he broke a finger just riding his bike. Like he came back, pitched one game, and then got in a, a, a just a rag, not a motorbike, just riding his bike. He broke. His you know
0: what? He always reminded me of the way he looked. Was that? Do you remember when? Was a Christian Bale did this movie called *The Machinist*, where he lost like yeah, like a yeah. hundred pounds. Like he was like he looked like a Holocaust yeah guy. That's what Chris Sale looked like. Like he didn't look he so long, ph- physically. Man. Like a that's not a that's not a, like an animal that should be able to survive in the, with those proportions. There's something wrong. Or <laughs> you know, like, like
1: that, uh, <laughs> that 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 person that that kids think is gonna kill them. That that stretched out. Uh, Slender Man yeah or Slender Man I was
0: just just reading today sort of
1: Slender Man physique
0: yeah Uh, I guess somebody's that Jared Kushner autobiography came out and some comedian has been putting like the word Slender Man on there instead like because there's a picture of Jared Kushner where he's pretty slim (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) Ugh. <laughs> oh. So so what was like what was your first thing like when you were a kid? are you recording it? Oh yeah. Okay, cool. Of course. Did I
1: curse <laughs> in any terrible way so far? Uh,
0: I hope so. Okay. I hope so. This is this is for, for an only only grown-up audience. Gotcha. We we don't want any children being exposed to this. <laughs> When when you were a kid, what was, like, what was your first love? Was it music or the White Sox or what was the first thing that, like, you remember that really grabbing you Um, attention-wise?
1: It's weird. I I can't, you know, like, I I know that, like, we still had Little Rascals and Three Stooges on TV a lot, Mm. you know? And understanding, like, how good and how funny these things that were a half-century old, mm. you know, like... Because we, they were reruns. They were, right. I mean... I, I wasn't the kid in the 30s. Okay, but I, I'm making sure. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, like, 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 I don't think they... You don't see Little Rascals anymore, or, or like, three... It seemed like those were always on, uh, you know, there, there's... In what, the
0: afternoons.
1: There were four channels, right, or five right. channels, or sure. six channels. And that was, like, every kid had the opportunity to watch that and pretty much did. And I think, you know, certainly at some point, you know, there was that. But I also had comic books, you know. I also read comic books a lot. Um, It took me a minute to, you know, we'd go to baseball games, but my parents, um, my dad is from New York, so he he liked the Yankees for a little while, Mm -hmm. and I would... Sometimes, like the Red Sox, just to be obstinate, even though I didn't oh. like the Red Sox. Although, at just the time, to fuck with
0: your dad. <laughs> just to fuck with
1: them. But but at the time, the Red Sox were also otherworldly. Like, yeah. you would go to their game. You'd, like, when they would come play the White Sox, you'd be like, why are there, why are those all, why do they say 300 mm. and
0: 340 and 320? Yeah,
1: yeah. I've never seen a 300 batting average. So you know?
0: This would be like what Fred Lynn kind of with Jim. Jim Rice. Jim Rice, Fred Lynn, yeah. kind of Red Sox. Right? Like, yeah, just like Jim 70s, Rice. Seems 70s so Red great.
1: Sox. Yeah, like when
0: I was. Just, Carl Yastrzemski right. would have been on Like there. guys,
1: that like. like people, So they, they were unbelievably good, but I really didn't
0: care about them that much. Yeah. You know? I, I you really, just cared because it would get under. I was your just. I, and
1: it didn't. And it didn't. It, yeah. He didn't care at all. But I was just. But there is like this one This is when picture. you were little. Uh, yeah, when, like yeah. there is definitely one school picture with a Red Sox hat, and I couldn't give a shit about the Red Sox, but I was definitely being <laughs> obstinate. So it wasn't until later that I actually liked baseball when. I like the White Sox. Mm. You know, certainly uh 83 okay. when they had Ron Kittle who was you know from Gary and was just you know seemed like a giant. Like yeah. these days, I guess he's not a giant, like there's people so big yeah. that do everything, but he seemed like a giant and he seemed like a steel worker and he seemed like a like a John Henry. Mm. You know, like he was yeah. like a local, a local guy right. who was like John Henry and you know, at the time, 35 home runs. Like, the idea that somebody that at big. some point was going to double that plus sure. was not reasonable. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, so he was, and until a brave, no rookie had hit 35 home runs other than him on the White Sox. Okay. And then it just seemed like, but, but he had glasses. He just looked like a schmuck. Like, okay. that was my favorite. The first time I was like... Yeah. In baseball where I was like, Oh my god, this is this is the best. Like, you this like is the that guy.
0: he looked like a schmuck?
1: Yeah. Like he just seemed like a regular guy. He was a regular guy. He was a regular guy. The glasses, a crooked smile, mm. just you know, local but a, a, a kind of the wrong local. Like yeah. being a, a a steel man at, so you like know, a meathead after... And
0: he was like a meathead? No, not nope. a meathead. But, nope.
1: but 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 I mean you figure he would have got he would have been working at the steel mill in Gary if uh, there was any jobs left in the steel mill and gary like that's yeah. who this guy was and right. that seemed like a great like that seemed like a guy to be the hero to be your hero was this guy
0: but that i mean that goes back to the beginnings of baseball that's where those guys came from you know or that that's where they worked still work. off season off season because they, they weren't making it. any money right.
1: was nothing like now and i read a great book about <laughs> the um 1919 season mm. and It's by the Society of Baseball Research, and instead of making it um, a book, what they did was they just had all the different researchers, basically, I mean, there's a couple of essays that sum things up, and then there's one key essay that sort of attacks all the previous scholarship about Uh. it, It called Eight Myths Out, they Mm. call it, where they kind of explain how this was the highest paid team in the league, and, Mm. you know... Comiskey wasn't particularly cheap, and this was like everything mm-hmm. that you always hear uh, they yep. pointed out. Um, and the only person they're really mad at is the guy who wrote the, the book. Eight oh, like eight he's, their, up, yeah. he's their villain. The villain isn't Comiskey. The exactly. villain isn't the gamblers. The villain is this guy who did stuff. And the, the funniest part is that guy was so sure people were going to rip off his research mm-hmm. that he put a fictional figure into his book so that if anybody quoted this the thing eight about man these, this gangster yeah the eight men it's not it's Elliot Asanoff or yeah. uh, I he, think something like that something yeah. close to that so he Asanoff it feels like it can't be Asanoff that's too close it's, to Asimov. Yeah, it's, oh.
0: it's it's another asshole who's the other asshole's cousin, right? Yeah. <laughs> Isaac Asimov's cousin.
1: It, it, it's, it's close to that. Oh, Whatever yeah. the name yeah. is. So, Elliot. Let's just yeah. call him Elliot. I'm pretty okay. sure. <laughs> so, Elliot put a, a, a fake person into this history book so that if anybody mentioned this person, he would know that they were stealing his research. But he literally put in something that was not true on mm. purpose. I mean, one yeah. thing he admitted... That he yeah. put in one thing that was not true. But apparently a lot of the whole narrative that he really pushed is not cool. But anyway, the reason this book is good is mm-hmm. it tells, other than a couple of essays, it just does a super deep dive into every single player who played on that team. even If they played yeah. for one game or two games, mm. and there's so many people that played that year. And you basically learn so much about what baseball was like back then. Mm. And the thing that's really forgotten about that season it's, is that... Their biggest stars, including Chulas Joe and all of yeah. them, a lot of them uh, took during the war.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, just the, which is the previous season. Right, like 2008, like, like they, they were the World Series champs in 2017. They were all supposed to go to war 2018. Yeah, what, what they all do, or maybe it was before the 2017 season yeah. they did this. But what they they they, they took fake jobs mm. that were war you know, support jobs in steel mills, but they weren't, were only taking them to be on these teams and they were just playing professional baseball. Mm. Um, like they were just doing something that was super unpatriotic. Like they were, mm. they took fake war support jobs sure. to play professional baseball and get paid. And it was, and, and a lot of them were on the same team and Comiskey was like, they will never play baseball again. Mm. But then the war just ends. Yeah. And then when the war ends, it's like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. during the war, they were banned from coming back to baseball because they did this thing that was not cool. Yeah. Like, they just took fake jobs, not because they were, um, <laughs> not because they were, you know, conscientious objectors, but just to, they just scammed the system, you know, in a way that was blatant and obvious and everyone knew it. And they were, you know, they were pariahs until the war ended and then nobody could, you know, you're just... The relief of the country yeah. is just like ah, whatever. We're not gonna. We're not mad about any war stuff right now. So where did did you grow up in the city or? Yeah, at... I grew up mostly in South Shore. South Shore, yeah. What what did your dad do for a living? He came here to work at the University of Chicago to teach. Or to teach. What was his? What did he teach? He taught African history. Mm. And he taught African history because when he came out of school in the late fifties, the. Uh, Like, uh, it's escaping me this second, but but the biggest grant, like mm-hmm. scholarship grant, was at the time given out by country. Like, if I said what it was, you, yeah. would, you would know okay. what it was. Like, the, like, like for somebody would school, know. I wouldn't probably. Well, you wouldn't would, know. because it's something that you would have heard somebody <laughs> yeah. say, like, you know, oh, hey, Einstein, you got a whatever. Oh, okay. Like, whatever. I, I'm sorry that it's escaping it's me. It's okay. Now. But he got, like, a super famous, important way that you got to go to graduate school. And it was actually like. Um, like a Fulbright kind of like thing? Maybe it was L- a Fulbright. Like one of those? Yeah, so so he... he it w- At the time, they gave X amount out for each field. So mm-hmm. he just literally just picked a field where nobody else was... This would
0: have been, what, in the 60s or
1: 50s? Like, like he, he graduated undergrad in 58. Oh, 50, okay. So he, um, he studied, basically... He went into a field where he would be the only one that was applying. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't that he had a super... Fascination. I mean, he did, uh, he is a, um, I guess a Holocaust-ish survivor. They, they, they were there, but they didn't go into camps. They put him, um, first they, 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 Oh, he's
0: they, from Europe? He's from, he's
1: from, their family's from Takao, which is in the former Czech Republic, but mm. close enough to, like his mother was from Germany and his father, like, you know, close enough to date yeah close enough to Germany to date yeah. sort of, you know um, and and they uh, put him like for a while they hit him with a Gentile family mm. to pretended to be a Gentiles child sure. and then they just left I mean the thing was people knew to leave but on the one hand it's hard and on the other hand it's hard to believe something like that is really happening or like that like you got to imagine that people didn't believe that they were really gonna do what they did so that, yeah, so a lot of people just didn't leave, but they they did leave. Like you could leave. Yeah. You had a there was some warning, but how can you believe that that's going to happen, right? Well, so, that,
0: well, but that's the thing is that people are always they, it's hard for them to believe, but it's still hap- it's happening now. Right. Again, things happen as, as if as if nobody's ever seen history before. And and I mean, <laughs> in
1: everything that's happening right now in, all the in America is all like
0: all, I mean in Europe. No, but but I mean here. Yeah.
1: There's so many things that are just happening and we're acting like it's just not happening. And just the whole world, climate and all that stuff. Yeah. Like it's really hard to believe it's going to be as bad as it is. And so, you know, one of the ways to not end up in a concentration camp was to leave. So they left. And they they, they left and they went to Switzerland and they came here. And then just did the whole. In the
0: thirties, or in into the fort.
1: Into the so, my dad mm-hmm. was born thirty-seven, so okay, uh, beginning so. of the forties, like or you know late thirties, they start. Moving. But he
0: was born over there.
1: He was born there. Yeah. So. He's he's still he's still with us. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh god, you know he has <laughs> he has the uh, Biden special of um, double COVID right now, like oh. we he, oh, took no. the, he took the special medicine to make you all better, mm. but that special medicine really helps you get it back immediately. Really? They call it... Um,
0: Is it especially for older people that this Well, happens, anybody can get...
1: Well, the, it's, if you take Paxlovid, it wow. will get rid of your symptoms, but then... I don't know they're calling it swing back or something. Then yeah. you might, ju- as soon as you go, you might start testing positive So it's like a double,
0: it's like an extra coupon you get for... <laughs> but then, you're, <laughs> but, but
1: then ideally you're not going to have terrible symptoms again, but you get the COVID, a large percentage of people just get the COVID right back if they take Paxlovid apparently, uh, like, like or, you know, or a significant amount. Not, yeah. I don't know what... And where's
0: he living now? Is, is he same so, house. I oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Still in the South Shore? Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. The same house,
1: both of them. Wow. That's rare. <laughs> so I guess the reason I was saying that he came, there must have been some something I was getting to. So they came over here
0: mm-hmm. to New York. You say, yeah, to New York area. But there, there must
1: have been some reason that I had why I was saying that he was a, a survivor. Oh, because so even though he didn't have a super huge
0: interest in Africa, he chose Africa. But he did
1: know. But I mean, he he could speak German, mm. and he like like he the colonial, like he knew. He was able to, st- he had some uh, a- a- abilities to study colonialism, mm. right? So yeah. he, he did, he, he, he didn't, it wasn't something that he knew he was interested in at the time, mm. but it was something that he did have tools to study because he could speak a few languages, including the colonial languages for, you know, West Africa and, you know. Mm. So, and, and, you know, also it was fun, I think, to go. I mean, really, I mean, he spent so much time. I, I spent... Oh,
0: he got to go to... He oh, goes. yeah, it's
1: been years. I mean, I, I, was, I had malaria as a baby. Really? Like, they took me there and just got me malaria right away. Oh, like, I spent a couple okay. of years there that I can't remember. Yeah. But, I mean, as an infant, I was there wow. for a couple of years. And you have... How many siblings
0: do you have? You have, you have a brother. I have one brother. You have a little the, brother, yeah. He's a writer. Right. He writes about... Public housing and stuff. He had right? a book about public the, housing. Yeah. His
1: current book is about um, parole, the parole system.
0: Mm.
1: You know, he spent a lot of time in, in prisons this year. Mm. I just was telling me yesterday, he sure wishes his last book would get banned. Oh, yeah. It would be really helpful.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, the prison book? <laughs> no, the prison book's not out yet. No. He's, oh, he's, he's, oh, oh. he's on the, you know, he's turned in a, a draft and he's now in revisions. Mm-hmm.
0: And where, where does he live? Like a, you know, we all live within a few blocks of each other. Oh, he's still, uh, for some reason, I
1: thought he, he lived somewhere else. No, nope. he's wow. been here. Him and his family, I mean, ideally, if everybody's healthy, yeah. we all go on Friday night and have dinner with my mom. Wow. Light candles and, you know.
0: Wow, you did the whole thing. So were you raised with, with religion in the house?
1: Did you have I mean, that? I don't know. I, I feel like my parents didn't believe in God until they got old enough to, 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 me, to, to, to be think thinking about, about meeting him soon, about mortality. <laughs> yeah. Like now they now it seems like, uh, although that might still not be the case, uh-huh. like they still might be doing all this stuff because they're so scholarly. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the fun part about if you like studying mm-hmm. and talking a lot, it's, it's fun to do Jewish stuff. Because You'll well, do, that's, yeah. debate forever. You can debate anything. Nobody like there's not. I mean, maybe with some of the orthodox people, but with anyone we've been with, there is nothing you can't debate for a really long time without some, and nobody hates you. Like you don't hate each other from having like a long so argument do, or debate. Yeah, it's the real not,
0: God is the word. Is the word that's that's why there's you don't need pictures because you got words. <laughs>
1: well, we don't have pictures banned as much as other people do. Uh, Jews, Jews do,
0: Jews. I mean, it's where it comes from. You know, no graven images. It's one of the commandments.
1: Yeah, but I don't. It's,
0: it gets it gets brushed under the rug, but like you I know, don't think
1: graven images means the same thing as, as what
0: Muslims do. Do you? Oh, it's the exact same thing.
1: I thought it. Was, I think
0: it's where the Muslims got it. I think it's where yeah, but when, I think
1: it's interpreted differently. Maybe you're right. I thought it was interpreted it may, differently.
0: Well, everything's that's that's what yeah. Jews do. That's what every right. religion does. But yeah, graven images is exactly. It's 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 God's work, and and people are not allowed to do it. Heim Soutine, back in the shtetl, would get beaten up for for drawing. But <laughs> you know, like because up until that's why there's no Jewish artists until like the late 19th century, no openly Jewish artists, because they weren't allowed to be. They but, lived but in the But aren't ghettos.
1: there but but there's aren't there crafts? Like aren't there like um, there's crafts but yeah
0: yeah you, yeah you can you can make a fucking candle holder or something but
1: right, but like, that doesn't but that doesn't count as as pictorial
0: no no you're not doing if you're making a picture you're doing what God does right literally uh, okay. yeah but they don't they don't
1: well you don't draw God and you don't say God and you don't write God yeah
0: and you don't do what God does which is like form Im- images Any of beings yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's totally the same. Because they
1: show those old crafts, you yeah. know. But I guess it's all crafts.
0: Yeah. What do they? They have those shitty stores. We had one where I grew up, to Judaica. It's called. Like, yeah. This shit like ten different kinds of menorahs or whatever. <laughs> but no, no, no. It's a. It's. I mean, it's, it's. It's fun to
1: go out to the suburbs like once every few years and go to one of those stores like. If, oh, to
0: like Skokie or something.
1: Yeah, or? like if you're like like when you're like uh, it's somebody's bar mitzvah and you're gonna buy them a. Uh, you know, a talus or something, and you're mm. like, all right, because it's fun to go out there because it's such yeah. a weird world. It's so much different. Like the Hyde Park yeah. Jews didn't act like that. No, not like that.
0: You I mean, didn't. There was no black hats in in Hyde Park. You didn't have a, a contingent of those. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, yeah. It was I all
1: a, people that were at the university and mm. just were like, like I said, it was people like my parents who would go every week and may not believe a single. But, but they sad. went to
0: temple.
1: You'll, you'll go oh. to temple all the time and not believe anything. Wow. My grandfather was, I do not feel like he was like that. his He was in New Jersey. His rabbi was, uh, Rabbi Meza was Jackie Mason's brother. Wow. And he went every day. And I think he believed it. Yeah. I guess I don't know for sure, but I think he believed it. So we were, I would he say. He got,
0: got the seat up front closer to God and every. Did
1: he pay good money? <laughs> It was. I mean, they, this was a this was a small. Yeah. Like he, a, as he said, it was a Jew-hating town. There was it was a re- relatively small synagogue. So there wasn't any shul. fancy. Yeah. So he, he went to shul every day, but it was just downtown, a little small. Yeah, like it, a storefront or something. It was bigger than the storefront, but no it one. wasn't grand. Okay. It wasn't. There was nobody paying extra for this or that because it was a, a small community, even though they had theoretically a once removed celebrity rabbi.
0: Huh. Interesting. Yeah. My my uh, my landlords who used to live upstairs but have been doing a gut rehab for now over a year but she's from Skokie and he he converted and they go to Shul in that that one that's on the same block as Obama's house that
1: yeah that's the one we go to
0: oh that's the one yeah, yeah. okay yeah they go there what's
1: well, uh, super beautiful I've never been in there I, I mean it's it's yeah, yeah. I mean, you'd be yeah I mean it, it's grand Mm. You know, it's it's really grand, you know the 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 yeah. it's a huge dome with you know, yeah I, I, I've biked by it lots, of, doors, lots you know. of times, but so. on the inside it's really it's like really yeah. cool. But you know, and, and also I've been there with <laughs> eight people because of um uh the I mean it's never gigantic, but I've been there with eight people during um the COVID, you know.
0: Oh, the the like, south like, the like south I've been in this sir.
1: gigantic place with like. You and know.
0: Services. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, I mean, I got thrown into some of that, uh, but like at a time when uh, my parents didn't know anything about those traditions because we came from the Soviet Union where right. you couldn't practice. But we had a, you know, a local synagogue, you know, adopted us. He had the whole drive for, I don't know if you guys had the whole Soviet Jew thing. Oh, yeah. they it was were big, yeah, that, that's... We were the so my mom, recipients of that.
1: So my mom was at a, <laughs> the, the Jewish school in Hyde Park and they all came in, mm-hmm. you know, while I, I, I never went to that school, but my brother did for a couple of years mm. before he went back to public school. And they were, you guys were the terrors. You guys came in hard. Yeah. Like, and like, just and like, you know, like I, one of the kids, this kid, I think his name might have actually been Dimitri, like like peed on like like everybody's jacket in the bathroom, and there'd be weird. That sounds about right. There'd be weird like like I just remember seesaw fights or something like it was. So yeah, y'all came in hard <laughs> <laughs> in the seven, late seventies or mid seventies. I guess mid seventies. Y'all came in hard, or maybe late. There was a trickle. late seventies. Yeah. We came 80s. in seventy eight, but my yeah, late seventies or My, my early uncle
0: honest. and his his family came in seventy six. There was a trickle there was there was deals between America and Russia for grain juice it was called they were Grain called juice grain grain juice
1: grain juice they're, they're exchanging grain yes.
0: for Jews. yes wow. a, a small a very small amount of Jews, yeah,
1: shit, we don't have enough grain to get that basketball player back
0: yeah, we don't, yeah apparently not well yeah they're gonna they're gonna pay a steeper price you're let out, like, a big-time fucking criminal, you know, to get her back. <laughs>
1: it, it, it sounded like the criminal that they were doing only had, like, two years left anyway. Hmm. But that might be why the Russians aren't making a the deal Maybe they want yet. more. They Maybe want they're not a making a deal couple more yet. criminals, yeah. It sounded me. like it, w- it wouldn't be that bad a deal. Yeah. Like, we were giving up somebody who had served, like, eight of his ten years. Um, but, yeah, they're just...
0: No, it would not be a, a bad deal a Terrible. any which way. Nope. Well, it's a bad deal already yeah, for but, her. Yeah. But, I mean, you know... She'll. I think she'll be fine. Well, um, she's yeah. just be, she's a she's just a bargaining chip, you know. Yeah, but she has to be in jail for a
1: year. Yeah, it sucks. It's going to be terrible. And she missed a year of work. And she missed mm-hmm. a year of her wife.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think they're going to physically harm her. Is
1: like what yeah. I mean. Yeah. 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 She'll be. Yes. She she's will too be, valuable. Right. She's valuable, but it's yeah. terrible. Yeah. Although it's funny because it's the first time anyone's ever acted like a WNBA player was valuable.
0: Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, so you like baseball growing up. When when did the music thing start to be a, a thing? Become
1: when did it become important? We went out to visit one of my mom's like friends out in California, mm. and they had a record player. And they had. um, You guys didn't have a record player in the house. I guess we, we, my parents, we didn't have a record player. Like we didn't have like a Mickey Mouse record player or anything. Mm -hmm. I don't remember that we did. Um, And somebody had like a K-Tel album, (laughs) like like their kids our age. (coughs) Had a K-Tel album and it had Nick Gilder, Hot Child in the City. Was a, a record that was out, like a K-Tel record that year, and this girl was playing, and it. it seemed like the coolest thing in the world, you know. So we went home and we got that K-Tel record and got it, and then I just started buying records, you know. And then the thing was, there were always used record stores, and you would just learn things on your own. You'd be yeah. like, this has a, this has a, barbarian woman with a, one naked breast. This is the greatest record ever. You bring it home and it's Uriah Heep, and it's like a slow song. That's not fun. You're like, okay, that wasn't the greatest record. They ever.
0: lied to you. With you know, the, but but, that it was that was picture so, but it was just so. But it was a lot more than. It was than you so got. much fun.
1: You know, like like doing that was so much fun. Yeah. Like it was so much. So I, I I definitely you know, in Chicago we didn't have uh, cable till years into MTV. Oh really? Like cable's huh. maybe eighty five in Chicago. Okay. Like so, MTV's like 82, 83. And cable so we don't have like no nobody could you they they would have Friday night videos was on and you could so when I'm like towards getting closer to you know like in, towards adolescence when everybody should was a hundred percent deep into you know Michael Jackson and all that stuff mm-hmm. we were but we didn't have
0: well there those are were huge selling Record. Right, I mean, but, but
1: nobody had cable like, like the idea that, that this MTV thing mm. The idea that we would have seen The Buggles video Was not really a thing Because all, mm. you, you could only watch videos once a week You couldn't watch videos 24 hours a day here yeah. so, before, so the years before So when I get into it I never got into it through most of that stuff I would listen to the radio all the time But I really, from almost the beginning Was just going and digging through Dirty records at the used record stores It just seemed like magic to me Mm. like P- these old used records that were kind of cheap and these bins, and you didn't know what any of them were and you would just there was some
0: right in your neighborhood
1: there were some in Hyde Park I'm not sure. oh in, a, in Hyde Park
0: there, there,
1: there was there was a couple in Hyde Park mm. and you would just go in and just dig through stuff and find stuff and, and it was magical you know so I, I definitely got into it off of um, like buying records and buying old records and figuring out what was cool you know, figuring out what was cool off of old records and just figuring it out myself.
0: So after you got over the disappointment of, of Uriah Heap, was there something, was it what's another key like early one that made an impression for the music, not just for the cool cover. Was there like Was um, it like soul records or like or R and B kind of things? Was that some of the first
1: I guess. I mean some of it would be what was just out at the time. I and mean, the, the thing to remember is that like what deep. years are we, we're
0: talking? Mid '80s now, or or
1: like bef- like like late '70s, early '80s, when a like little early, kid, you yeah. know, and starting to get into it. So maybe like let, let's say Hot Child in the City is '79. I guess I could just look that up. Sure. <laughs> Where year that comes out? Yeah. Right. Like because before that, it's just it's not.
0: Well, if it's on KTEL, it's already been out, right? Some some amount. No, but it's usually know.
1: the same year. Oh, it is.
0: Like, KTEL is the same. Well, year?
1: Well, KTEL was was basically. Now that's what I call music. Mm. Right? Oh, like,
0: and those were that quick. I didn't know what they I mean,
1: they were within a year.
0: Oh, okay. You know. I didn't know that.
1: Um so but Yeah, I I guess tell I, I, I like it. You, you know yeah. what I you know what I liked? Uh, I you know what actually captivated me was um uh, like you go to the magazine stores mm-hmm. and like wrestling was only on On Sunday morning in Chicago, like Mm -hmm. All-Star Wrestling. It was AWA, and it'd be really amazing. But the wrestling magazines were so colorful and really exciting. It was like comic books. And then the R&B magazines were also the same. So I used to buy, you know, or read in the store, but then buy when I could all the wrestling magazines, but also like Right On and Black Beat. And and because they looked, they all they were they all seemed like zines like they didn't seem like real magazines they seemed like they were just made like yeah. by fans or by one editor who just had some kind of weird vision and right. the, the 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 wrestling magazines would have the the whole inside spread of the wrestling magazine was a list of the top 10 contenders in every region that meant nothing yeah. Like, but it was so cool just seeing these names of people you can't see and can't know anything about. There wasn't an internet. And yeah. it was just meaningless information that was so fascinating. And then just pictures of Andre the Giant or Kamala or, you know, yeah. and like, all these people just, like, you couldn't, you know, the Von Eriks and just wrestling just. And, but then it would seem like then you'd get the magazine that had a picture of, like, you know, Midnight Star posed in, you know, almost or Curtis Blow Posed the same way the, same that way the, wrestlers, the wrestlers were posed, yeah. and the same way the superheroes were posed. And also at the time, you remember like before hip hop understood what they were supposed to do, they actually all wore superhero costumes. Mm. You know, like 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 Grandmaster Flash and them. They're all wearing, you know, even like if you see Ice T before he's famous, he's wearing, you know, like the like they're wearing actual like like weird costumes. It's mm. sort of half superhero, half leather sex costumes. But they're yeah. all wearing, like, comic book outfits was with the original thing. So definitely, like, 70s going into the 80s, I am not making a distinction between comic books, wrestling, and, you know, R&B and pop. Yeah. Like, all these things are kind of... So So like this
0: kind of theatrical... It's a show.
1: It's a show. I mean, I really like, I really like that. Like uh, to me, um, to me, spectacle and like joyful, like absurdity mm-hmm. is touches me more than you know what what's supposed to be authenticity. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, uh, yeah. and that's that's that's. That's helped me in many ways. It's also I understand that it's a a deficit. Like I can't appreciate poetry as well as some other people can appreciate poetry oh, yeah. because that's not how how I work. And I don't think I'm necessarily is shallow. it too sincere
0: for you? Or I'm not it, I'm it, not, it, not upset it, by it?
1: the sincerity, but I'm not excited by it. <laughs> you know, it doesn't. Sometimes it'll move me, and sometimes, but you know, I will. Like if I find there's not
0: enough razzle dazzle in the sometimes like,
1: like <laughs> because because a lot of what razzle dazzle is 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 uh, poignant and sad like uh, sure. not, because this yeah. isn't real like this yeah. isn't real like when you find like a record
0: so like, you need you need your art to have like a tinge of sadness. At I least. don't need it.
1: I don't need it. But there, but there's something beautiful about what what people are on the inside. I mean nobody on the inside is. Is a hundred percent genuinely super confident and and always a winner. That's a that, that can't yeah. be more than 005 percent of anybody. Like yeah, I
0: think that's a that would be a sociopath. Like if somebody that's on right. the inside would match would match the superhero outfit. So that's, that's a sociopath. So that, right. So that so so that, that's American Psycho.
1: So there's something beautiful. Exactly. That's exactly how that guy acts. Right. So 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 there is something genuinely beautiful about. So seventy-eight is when I, I
0: seventy-eight is that oh that was that what you Nikkei were
1: So seventy-eight is when I start getting records. How um, old
0: were you in seventy-eight? You were
1: you so were I'm under you know I am in single digits. You're okay.
0: in single digits. Yeah.
1: So I yeah. Uh, like whatever year that came out. So that's when we start buying records. And my brother, I guess, has got a couple of years on me because we were both fascinated. So he he's you know six seven, and he's gets you know sort of secondhand fascinated. The great thing about my brother. Uh huh. Is that in some ways he copies off me, yeah. but ex- but goes way beyond and way better than anything I ever do. Like his, uh, you know, I write books, but nobody buys them. Mm. He writes books and people do buy them. I,
0: I think that this conforms to my, I'm also the oldest child in like, you know, the whole burnt pancake theory of, of oh.
1: children. Oh, yeah, yeah. The first one is a bad pancake. The burnt,
0: burnt pancake, that's what I feel about myself, too. I don't think I'm the was.
1: bad one. I just don't think that. No, I, but like I'm it success, takes it you know. takes a
0: few tries yeah. to get it right, you know.
1: But yeah, like I, I was editing. He's Rock, the next model. Of I was you. editing <laughs> Rock. I was editing Rocktober, uh-huh. and like you know, selling four hundred and thirty copies, and he was editing Harper's. Oh you yeah. You know, like, like sure. He was just like he was doing a lot of similar things to me, but so much better, mm. which is great, you know? Um, you
0: know. in in a way, yeah, it depends. Kind of like what you were talking about the. The weird, the masked weirdos, like a- appealing to you. Like if you like that, then people would like your books and your the things that you've put out. Maybe right. better than what what Ben does. <laughs> you know, like, depending on on your interests. Yeah, well, some
1: people, yeah, less people. But, sure, but yeah. those are the, you know. Those, I guess those are my people. That's the, that's the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the the quote from um, uh, from Baby Huey. Yeah. You know, there's black people, there's white people. Those my people. Yeah. <laughs> so my people are just the ones that like. But yeah, when you find a record from you know the '80s, yeah, and and the group has decided that they're all Halloween creatures with pumpkin makeup on them, mm. you're like, oh. like it's it's a joy that they believed in themselves and they thought that they were going to be that this was going to work somehow that they were going to be the disco kiss and be gigantic. There's no way they were putting that makeup on and those costumes on, or buying those. $800, $900 costumes not thinking it was going to work and it was never going to work. There's yeah. something beautiful about that. It's like the hope, like the hope that people have. And just thinking about the moments mm. before they knew it was failure and even thinking about the moment when they were probably realizing, oh, this is not going to work. Yeah. You know, and, and knowing that one of the guys isn't into it, like that guy did not care. <laughs> like, I mean, when I you see something like that, it's just, I get so much out of finding... Something where people have just gone all out and are just so... And, you know, it, it's... I mean, it, it, it's a, it is a deficit that I'm not um, being moved by music in the way that other people are. Like, there's ways that some people are moved that I'm not moved. Yeah. You know, like...
0: Well, you mean if something gets too popular or... No, no, no.
1: I mean if something is... is, like, like the personal relationship some people have with... Um, Uh, you know, singer-songwriter or something that is just, you know, like like what this record means to them. You know, even like something super popular, like even what what a Bob Dylan lyric might mean to somebody, Uh that's not going to mean that to me. I mean, I love the wordplay and I love when somebody has has chosen the perfect Uh words and I love the sonics, Uh but there's, other people are being moved like in their soul by, by the lyrics and the content and the pain and the that and I'm you getting,
0: feel like you're not or don't, you don't I, don't I don't think I, I don't that's think not that. that doesn't interest you I mean that just isn't
1: how I interact with I I, I you know like I say it's me I, I do feel like heartbreak and and empathy for that one guy who didn't want to wear the pumpkin makeup and it's real like when I see that that, guy,
0: that grabs you a lot more and than... well like just some, just when I
1: see that guy what I'm thinking about like I'm not making fun of anybody when I when of I'm liking not, something yeah. that's when I'm liking something that's that's well I mean a lot of people do like a lot of people will will look at and out yeah you know, I mean even if you think about these outside artists like I I had to stop going to see um, Wesley Willis because yeah it felt racist and terrible but I didn't think he those was show, bad
0: those shows were terrible yeah I mean I only saw it a couple of times I mean the music yeah well because the music is terrible but like. Uh, like, but
1: but watching him really do it and mean it isn't necessarily. I mean, definitely. No, the, it's sp- his the, the, the funk the, thing. the funk thing. Like when he was playing with the live band and they were. Yeah. But but when he was just doing like this weird rote like formula with the presets on yeah. the cause that's the Casio, not yeah. that's not terrible. Yeah. It's I mean it's terrible. I guess artistically you could say yeah. it's terrible, but it seemed very sincere and very real and stuff. And and I would. I want to be supportive of that, but I, I being at the, the, it felt racist and, and, and awful and people weren't laughing with them
0: you mean with the the, the crowd of suburban punk kids who idolized him or like <laughs> I, I, I don't know where they were
1: they might have been from at the from, fireside
0: bowl or, yeah, or yeah like at
1: the fireside or anywhere like I don't know where that they were from the suburbs I don't know where people are from I just know that it felt bad yeah like it, it felt bad like I don't want that's that's not appreciating somebody for for who they are like i don't feel like i ever saw daniel johnson where people were clowning him Mm, but i'm sure there were some situations where it was i only saw him in very intimate things but so if you see somebody like that's an outsider are they are they making fun of them and what is it does it matter you know? it's, it's
0: a tough. It's a it's a dangerous line that people walk with. Yeah, with 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 the uh, or what they used to call like art of the insane or. or but even but but, but insane art. or
1: yeah. but insane or absurd or like I I don't, I, you know I, I don't think I'm ever even though I get excited by characters like that and 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 who, I mean and I end up. Having very close relationships with a lot of people like yeah. that because I'll be one of the only people that that they that answers their phone when they call. Right. Like, um, and then you're like, "Oh, okay, I'll take it." Yeah,
0: like hospital. you had that whole situation. We talked about the 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 dancer guy. What the was dancing it? man. Yeah, dancing like, man. Yeah, Perry, right. yeah, I mean, I yeah. spent
1: and other people spent more time with them than me, but I mean, I spent a lot of time with them. And yeah. there was a guy called the Black Lone Ranger, and nobody else was going to take him to the hospital. Right. Like, Can I get? And I'm like, okay, I'll take you to the hospital. You know, mm. um, sometimes you get a call from somebody. Like on a different level, and then you're like, "Oh, this guy's going to try and make me be his manager like I'm one time like like a uh, question mark and question marks, the students oh, yeah. kept calling, and I'm like, "I don't want to end up in a situation keep this guy's in Detroit, like I don't want to be this guy's guy. I can't do it. you know Yeah, like, he, I had
0: a uh, my friend Alina wrote a book called Madonna Land. She went to the town the Madonna was from and uh, kind of talked to the people and like why they never accepted her like they were they were ashamed in Michigan. Yeah, where she's from like in right. for whatever reason she wasn't celebrated the way that like people celebrated uh in Stevie Wonder's hometown. Right. Uh basically they thought she was a whore. You know like <laughs> which is really sad yeah. uh, and weird, but one of the other people that she talked to was Question Mark and he like once you know she would pick up the phone he became kind of a nuisance.
1: Yeah, like and I don't want to think about people like that, but it is... It a, sucks. It, well, it just, uh, it just happens. Like, if there are people that don't have other people,
0: yeah.
1: you end up sometimes having to be their, their person. Yeah. Question uh, mark is an intensely talented human being. Yeah. Like, his performance at that age, you know, when we brought him in, his home burnt down, and all his yeah. little dogs died. I saw
0: and, I saw a gig at the bottom. That's but that, that's probably yeah, yeah, yeah I put that together. Right. So I, I, I was at that gig. So yeah, I,
1: have, I have a drawing from that gig. Do you gig. remember yeah. how good he was? It was great. I mean, was, like that guy it was... was like a this, James Brown, this guy was kind of like
0: showman thing.
1: Decades removed from his heyday yeah. and was... At, yeah, he would have been, what, as in as his,
0: his 60s? At, or yeah, I, I would probably say, maybe, by then.
1: Maybe. Could have been younger, but late 90s, I don't think early so. Late early yeah. 2000s? Yeah. 2000s? Maybe late 90s, early 2000s. And he yeah. was as yeah, good was as... Yeah, at that gig. Yeah. I mean, that guy was as talented... I mean, he felt... I mean, he can't write like Prince. He couldn't play all the instruments, but he was not less captivating than Prince. No, I
0: mean, basically, they wrote one song. You know? Like,
1: you know, I mean, a couple more, but yeah. like one
0: that, that nobody will ever forget. Right.
1: You know, like, <laughs> I mean, one song that's as good as anything that anybody ever put. Right, yeah. Which, which, which is How many amazing. people get to do Right, they that. wrote one song that's as good as anything anyone ever made. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. And they really... They, and they weren't...
0: Yeah, they came. Up they didn't, with this they didn't have any
1: reason to be like you know. You listen to Stepping Stone, and you're like, "This sounds like the Raw Garage," and it's the most amazing thing. It's also the literal greatest session musicians in the entire world act pretending yeah. that they're raw outsider yeah. teenagers. Yeah. This was actually like these raw Mexican outsider teenagers. They were actually playing. The, yeah, it's Who like... created this thing that's as good as anybody else has ever created? That's and they they were it's totally legit that, That's that's yeah. real garage yeah you know sure yeah uh, and stepping stone is just as good but stepping stone had a lot of sure like it is pretending to be this mm-hmm. and this was a real thing they did not have the experience that those amazing musicians both are good
0: but yeah kind of yeah. for different and maybe this gets at some of this stuff we were talking about with what you like about the the people in the costumes you know and making doing this thing. It feels not...
1: like it's a natural thing for people to want to show out in that way sometimes. and mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's, it's not just people in costumes. It's, it's, it's crazy ideas that seem you know the unusual it's I mean you know it's even you know I, I like I feel like even though they act super serious anyone who's doing noise or true free jazz mm-hmm. knows how that sounds to most people. Mm-hmm. And their commitment is so deep to it. I love that. Yeah. You know, I love that. And and maybe I'm not feeling it the same way. Like some people are so scholarly about it and yeah. collect it so much. And I'm not feeling, you know, I'm not looking at it in the same way as that. But anybody who is just going off, doing something that they damn well know that most people can't, you know, yeah. can't hear this at all. <laughs> There are people
0: that sort of attempt to bridge a gap. Like I went to Talia Hall. This is earlier this year, I think, to see uh, Lightning Bolt. Do you know that
1: band? Yeah, I'm. I'm, I was involved vaguely early on with them.
0: Yeah, sort of. And they've been going for a long, like going on 30 years now. But like, uh, it was, and there was a sea of young people, like bodies, like people were so excited. So good. But what they're doing is minimal. Basically, they're doing Philip Glass music. But like with two instruments and very at ear-splitting levels. Well, but, and fast. And fast, but it's the rep. But you, if you keep hear, listening to it, it's it's minimalism. It's rep, repetition, yeah. and they they change tones. They change like yeah. they came from art school, you know. Like right. they, they I, know. So I went to art they,
1: school right before them.
0: Yeah, they know what they're doing, uh, but they've somehow made this small thing, and they have devoted fans. I don't know how many there are, you know, but.
1: They're still at it. You know? well, yeah. Well, I, I mean, really, the difference really between impressed. Philip Glass is if you're playing a drum really hard, you will get people to react. Yeah. Yeah. You can get more of a physical reaction out of a uh, yeah playing a drum well, they, really they, hard.
0: That, what I mean is, they yeah. they figured something yes. out with to bridge their like esoteric art interests into like a more popular art form. You know, like
1: work. they had, they had a they had a, um, a loft space that was called. Um, Fort Thunder, mm. and the funny thing about Fort Thunder, in addition to it being really cool, yeah, was that uh, like the the artists there kind of had a similar style, yeah, and it became like a a, a curse word or a, like a pejorative in art schools around the time, like that you didn't your students would start acting Fort Thunder. Like, oh, really? Like, like, like people were just. Copying off them in a way that was, like, and this was detrimental. So this them. would
0: be in the '80s still, or no, 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 Because no. no, 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 no.
1: I mean, this is they 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 must have came out of school in like '94, maybe somewhere. Yeah, I know right.
0: they're I know they're coming up on 30 years. Right. That band is coming up. So they on so they
1: they came out. Yeah. They must have been like '93, '94, '95
0: around in Providence. Or, yeah.
1: So yeah. I came out and I left there in '92.
0: And you went, you went to RISD?
1: Or? I went to RISD. Oh, you did? Oh, then, I didn't but, know that. But then when I came back, I started, I started Rocktober there. And then I feel like, and then so, you know, back when Rocktober was Xerox and only yeah. 120 people cared about it. When
0: was the first issue of Rocktober? 92. 92, okay.
1: And then I came back in Chicago and made the second issue, and then like the fifth issue or the eighth issue, but I was putting like four out a year at the time, mm-hmm. like was a history of mass rock and roll. And then that went back to Providence, and then there were yeah. a bunch of bands that wore masks like, oh, instantly yeah. after that. And right. I don't know if they were one of them. I mean, there were like three or four that were telling me that they were that you know the history of masks and rock and roll was a big deal for them, this, this yeah. scene. So I, I feel like Lightning Bolt would have done that without it. But uh, different groups in their, their thing were wearing masks. And some would just stop wearing masks because it's dumb. But some of them wouldn't. And I mean,
0: I think one of the reasons he wears a mask is practical because he's playing drums and he needs, he can't be wearing a, a microphone. That, you he know? holds his microphone. Yeah. I think that's one of the, but obviously visually there's a thing to it, yeah. but like, I think it does help, you know, like I have pra- on my, there's a practical reason.
1: I I, I interviewed <laughs> him on my children's show once mm. and uh, a police car drives by mm-hmm. and he says, fucking cops. <laughs> and, I, and I definitely did not hear that. Yeah. Like, I put that on TV, and I wouldn't have... I would have bleeped it or yeah. done something. Yeah. And it wasn't until, like, years later, I pointed out. You know, he just says fucking cops on your children's show. I'm like, oh. Nice. I did not know that.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I did not know that.
0: <laughs> so was... So Rocktober was the first kind of, like, outward expression of, like... Or what, a compendium of your interest? Did, did you start... Do you have a band before Rocktober, or no? yeah. I had, so I had... The same band? Goblins? or, or
1: No, that's, a, different... that's Chicago people. Yeah. So I had a, I, but I had other bands that wore masks in Providence.
0: But it was always masks. Masks were always... A when I was in component. high school
1: at Kenwood, I had a rap group and we didn't wear masks. No, we really? did wear matching like football jerseys with our name on it.
0: Wow. What was that called? Fun Time. Fun Time? <laughs>
1: and then, but we were also called, one time we were called the Oreo Crew. Because I was in the middle. <laughs> and, you know, we would just do talent shows and stuff. Yeah. We would just do talent shows and stuff. It was fun. I don't think we ever recorded it, but we do talent shows. One time, we did this thing called the Rap Roast on the South. Ah, I can't remember exactly where the address was. I think I had a flyer somewhere. And we we were we were going to win. <laughs> like, yeah. everyone was kind of mad yeah. at us because of, we, we'd done this amazing... We're, you know, we done it at the... You only got to do one song, and we'd mm-hmm. done it at the, uh, at the um, audition, and then everyone was kind of talking about us. But then, you know, you got on stage, and we just didn't hit. Like, we just didn't hit. Yeah. You know, like we weren't really... The energy wasn't right. We were kind of off. But our beatbox, bam, uh, mm-hmm. did win. Like, the beatbox contest, and was given, like, $50, mm-hmm. and we left, and we left him there. And he was so mad. Like he had to everyone knew he had 50 dollars, and he had to negotiate his way home you know oh, with really? all this cash in his pocket you know we're like 15 years old mm. in on the south side in the late 80s in the mid 80s yeah in the mid 80s and we really we abandoned our guy like after we lost and we were all feeling shitty we abandoned this guy we all went home yeah and uh fucked this guy over he didn't get beat up but he was really yeah. scared
0: yeah it's funny yeah like uh whatever generation before so my friend John grew up in Roseland, and he would do Battle of the Bands with things that became Styx, you know, like, right. <laughs> Styx is from there, you know, and I mean, right. all these bands were like, and it was clear, like, that there was people that were much, much more talented, you know, like, they would come out.
1: <laughs> Sticks is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? <laughs> Isn't that weird? Or are we just, do we just think Styx is bigger because we're from Chicago? Well, who cares about the Rock and Roll Hall I of Fame? I guess so, but <laughs> they probably do. And it just seems Maybe. like like when somebody told me that they weren't, I was like, "That's bizarre! Like, how? What could? What more could a group do than sticks?"
0: That's <laughs> just like saying it matters if a movie wins the Academy Award. Like, does it? Does anybody remember the the year after? No. <laughs> I think <laughs> and less would... and less now. I mean, it matters less and less now in the media environment, but. I think that if you win, young people don't even know what the Academy Awards are. I think
1: you if know. you win the award, you get more people to see it immediately, especially if it's not a uh, yeah, that's why popular it, movie.
0: It should it should be publicizing lesser known movies, but like, but a lot of
1: the times it does.
0: Sometimes, yeah. Yeah,
1: I mean that's why people think people don't care about the Oscars is because they do lesser known movies too often. Mm. You know, like if, if the Oscars was 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 a fight between all the Marvel movies. Then more people would watch probably, but yeah. it would be they'd be lying.
0: But yeah, the like, last few years I think they've been like desperately trying to incorporate more kind of pop culture stuff. That's that's where you get, you know, indelible moments like Will Smith slapping Chris Rock, you know. <laughs> I mean that's that's the most memorable thing that happened at the Oscars, probably ever. I don't know.
1: Well two years before that they <laughs> they read the wrong Oscar. True. And it was for a bad movie, and then the one that won was a good movie. And that was kind of amazing. See, I don't
0: even remember what the two movies were. I don't remember what the two movies were. What were the two movies? The one that they Monday. said
1: won was... Well, it's not called Hollywood Land, but the one where... La La Land? La La Land. Oh,
0: yeah, that movie's terrible.
1: I mean, <laughs> there are parts of it that are, are... you Like, you know, there's production numbers and stuff in it. Like, you can definitely say... Well, that's impressive. I,
0: I really, really dislike that guy's but the, movies, like like all of them. Actually, what are what are
1: his other movies?
0: He's the guy that did uh, Whiplash. The the I'm movie. I didn't see that one. Well, it it equates yeah. art and sports. It's it's like a drum. It's a movie about a drummer, but it's like yeah. a, it's a sports movie.
1: So I it's a terrible, what terrible was his thing. other movies?
0: He made some of, something
1: else. So I, I like. So I, I don't. I don't think I. I, don't, I didn't devastatingly hate La La Land, but it's kind of bad. And definitely all the jazz stuff has an underlying bad taste to it, like him being the savior of jazz. Yeah, it's the fake
0: white people version of jazz jazz history. But also
1: that he's got to tell John Legend that he's full of shit. Fuck you, John Legend. I I know what I'm talking about. You know what reminded
0: me actually a lot of is a really, really bad old movie, jazz movie, called Young Man with a Horn. It's a ter- yeah, yeah. It's a it's a fantasy version of the Big spider beck story, but it's once again the white savior of jazz. And it's a really really bad movie. And I mean, you know, Kirk Douglas is I'm, a great actor, but that's not one of his career highlights. <laughs> I
1: and mean, I remember what I remember thinking is is what what they were wrong about was that uh that John Legend they were acting like John Legend was wrong to try and like add elements that will make people like it more. Mm. Like yeah. acting like those two things can't coexist was what 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 I remember being angry about. I'm like, guess so I already I already worked at a jazz club when that was happening. Yeah, Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah. I remember thinking, well, you can't <laughs> like getting mad that people like something. You know, like if people are going to go to see jazz, how are you going to? How's that not going to lift the? But also, that's yeah. a rising tide that's going to lift the boats. This guy is just wrong.
0: No, it's a better version and kind of kind of forgotten. Similar, of the similar story is New York, New York, Scorsese's New York, New York, but another white asshole, like, horn player played by De Niro. That's a pretty good movie, actually.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, you can, I mean, sh- look, <laughs> look, there are all types of different ethnicities Yeah. that are on the fucking bottom and the top. Yeah. And living the hardest, weirdest lives. I yeah. mean, you know, you're not going to act like Chet Baker was... Like a, a golden child who had everything, you know, handed to him and lived a glorious life, right? Yeah. Not to say he's the best, but yeah. that guy's life sucked, you know. Like well, yeah,
0: like he, that guy, he made it suck. Right,
1: he made yeah. it suck, but he yeah. made it suck because he was doing stuff that everyone else was doing. Yeah, like he wasn't doing more drugs so, uh, than other
0: guys. You know what's really good is the that uh, the Ethan Hawke movie he made, a Chet Baker movie called Born to Be Blue, just like a few years ago. And he plays the broken down junkie Chet Baker in it. It's really good. I haven't seen. I did.
1: You, I did see the documentary.
0: Oh, it's. I don't. You're I, I worked at a movie theater when that came out. In you had to watch it over and over again. Well, I. I, I that move, movie made me so angry, uh, because it. Well, it was shot by a a, a gross fashion photographer who aestheticized like him a beach. junkie's life. Yeah. He he. You know he bought him smack to keep him going during that movie Bruce Weber I think it's been documented and then riding around in like you know a convertible with members of the Red Hot Chili Peppers and like idolizing I don't remember that part idolizing this like walking corpse basically and you know he fell out of a window and I guess the paramedics thought he was like 85 and he was like 70 you know like he looked like he looked like the crypt keeper at the end you know and they made a Look, real. I think they made it look real, like that junkie life look pretty, and it wasn't. You know, and I knew that as a teenager that that was gross. What they were doing, you know. Did they
1: really? Yeah, I guess. I guess. They, yeah, he shot it fashionably. I mean, I remember. He was what, a fashion photographer. Yeah, but I remember it's seeing beautiful beautiful it in black and, and, and white. And, you know, and beautiful as it was, I remember not being like seeing it as, as well terrible.
0: You are probably. Yeah, you were old enough to have, to have some context for what you were watching. You yeah, know? I
1: just remember thinking, yeah, that is fucking terrible, right? And like, yeah. That is the worst. The The film that beat La La Land was Moonlight, which is oh, moon, oh magnificent, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, like, that's a really like good movie. That winning yeah. an Oscar, Like yeah. you should win the Academy Award if you do that. If you yes. come up with a movie that doesn't have any precedent and yeah. is good at everything it does and you're yeah. seeing things you haven't seen before right. and you're doing things that are... Dynamic and unusual, mm-hmm. and challenging, and and narratively and just and beautiful. Talk about like fashion photographer making a movie yeah. like yeah. like that's how you want a fashion photographer to make a movie where you show things that just feel real and and you show everybody's beauty. Like everybody should be shot beautifully. Sometimes yeah. I mean that everybody's beautiful.
0: It's really cool that a guy with yeah I mean that kind of refined aesthetic sense has broken that mainstream. As that guy has, you know? Yeah. What's his name? Um, that director. Shit. I so suck at names. <laughs> me, me too. I'm not going to get somebody's name wrong. I already... The Barry some... Oh, shit. I can't remember. It is it Barry name. Jenkins? Jenkins, yes. The Barry Jenkins. Right. Yeah, that Thank movie you. was so good. Um, that was so,
1: so that was really cool. Like, it's super weird that they lose... But it's
0: so it's so rare. The reason we got off on this whole tangent is... It's so rare that anything real actually happens during one of these shows. Yeah. So, that and, and yeah, uh, the weird slap. That asshole slapping a, yeah. a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> but that, the realness of it was, and I mean, a lot of t- people wrote and talked about it was this guy that was, it's like the jock who always pretended to be nice, like the mask, speaking a mask coming off, and you see a person's true self. Just this fucking asshole bully, you know, that heard something he didn't like and reacted, you know, like he got, I can't. he got exposed. It was so
1: weird that I can't interpret that. I, I can't do it. <laughs> I have no idea. It is really hard to say that you know why that guy slapped that guy. Because it's it's, mm-hmm. it's it's not something that happens very often. And well, it he li- crazy.
0: it's crazy. It's a thing that, whatever the reason or whatever, yeah. we got to see something that we weren't supposed to see. And they didn't yeah. shut it. They didn't shut off the cameras quick enough to not show it. You know, they. they I thought it was. Fake. Ble- I, I thought it was fake.
1: Yeah, I thought it was fake. I, I thought it was. But, a but sca- I guess. I it guess was it a wasn't sca- fake.
0: I thought it was a. No, sca- but even after. Because
1: oh, really? I just because they needed to be successful. Uh, you know, again. Yeah. They yeah. need to have great ratings, and, it, and and the guy had almost promised. I'll tell you, it you that. Be great I'll tell ratings, you what though. It, but I don't think it was fake.
0: No, no, it's. It's maybe the first time I've ever believed Will Smith doing anything like on screen. Like he's one—he's one of the worst mainstream actors ever. I mean, you know, I wasn't he's a super a really bad actor. I, I, you know, I don't think there's <laughs>
1: anything that he's in that I'm a super big fan yeah. of. But yeah. I was at one time. I was at the um... Underground Film Festival or the Cuff. Not the Chicago Under- Underground. I was at, at Cuff, and there was a dinner, and it was a. You know, before, like I was, uh, you know, there were a few years where I was allowed to hang out at, at mm-hmm. Cuff things. Like they were mm-hmm. like, Jake, do you want to come to the dinner? Do you want to do this? Have you been excommunicated from Cuff? <laughs> no, I just, you know, I just, you get busy and you do yeah, this stuff. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> no, when I see those, I mean, at all, I, I saw all those guys at all of Cynthia's memorials and I mm-hmm. talked to them a great deal and they're unusual, weird guys. One of them is opening up a uh, a freak themed ice cream parlor. Really? And, and, and I, I, I it, it's hard for me with my interests to denounce that. Although it seems like, right, because, it doesn't seem like a good idea. Because Sweets is another one of your big interests. It just doesn't seem like a good idea. Yeah. But I, I hope he's wrong. <laughs> and then I was like, and he was like, and he, here's, here was one of the litmus tests. Uh-huh. Like he was like, and what we're going to do is we will let, um, we'll, we'll hire, you know, teenagers to work there and do some training with them on, like, magic and and freak show stuff. And part of what they'll get for their hours in addition well, to... Well, freak penny.
0: show, like, it's going to be, like, it's going to be, like, freak... Like, like, Todd Browning's creep? sorts? yes. Like, we, yes. like one of us? L- like- no, literally.
1: That's their mascot. Their <laughs> oh. mascot is, is... Pinhead? That pinhead.
0: Oh, my God.
1: It's a, a pinhead. What was
0: his name? Pin. What was his name?
1: Um, the, the Zip.
0: V- yeah but oh jesus but
1: but like so it's gonna be literally themed i i I could i they're gonna have
0: fucking picketers maybe
1: maybe (laughs) but 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 here here's what i was gonna tell you so he's like and then we'll in in our current environment we'll trade them we'll trade them stage time for part of what your work is you'll get some stage time Mm -hmm. and i was like yeah no kid's gonna want to do this and i go home and i tell my my 16 year old Uh about this stupid thing he's like can i work there he instantly said, "Can I work there?"
0: That's the thing. Is I I, I learned this uh, about outmoded uh, technology and stuff. So my friend Brian, who I did one of these with, his kid is in a band, and they had this big night of like all these teenager bands at Talia Hall again. And in the merch area, they're all making zines, like old school zines, like
1: right. But they don't make zines about music. Mostly, they make them. They're all art a lot a lot of them are, are about are per, like
0: they're movie they but they're fans I mean they are zines like there's one I bought for for my friend Mallory because it's all about the scream movies Oh. but it's all it's all photo uh, like photo like it's it's really really crude
1: but they, yeah but like, well, well, well because they're they're are art objects a lot of them yeah they're art objects but also they, they do that because it, it's because the stuff that the functionality of zines Mm -hmm. pre-internet is moot yeah so the reason to make them now is because you don't hold anything in your hands yeah and so you there's a longing for some
0: sort of tangible so you're making a tangible
1: art object so a lot of them are I mean that's partly why like the high-end you've got the people buying those Rizzo or Rizzo Rizograph yeah you've got people like that there's a revolution of so many people doing that yeah like you know
0: Mark Fisher yeah yeah he he has a rhizo machine he make he makes his things on a rhizo, basically.
1: so yeah, so yeah. there's that, but then there's also just the lowliest like yeah. kind of chicken scratchy ones, but it's it's even if it's about one subject yeah it it's usually like it's an art thing, it's a poem it's a so it's it, 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 but... <laughs> so
0: that it's. It's got a black mark against it in No, your, not in my eyes. In no, your... no, I think it,
1: I think it's great. I think it's great. It's just a, a completely different... The idea that I would be at a zine fest with Rocktober with articles about 50 different obscure musicians, like between people who are doing just basically artist books. Mm-hmm. Like every zine yeah. is an artist book or the equivalent of the... You know, the other kind of zine mm-hmm. back in the day was... What they call kooks, like people that would just have a manifesto that they were oh. doing single spaced, and they th- those people would have print things that they would give. Like you. they
0: were like oh like like Unabomber kind of types, right? Like, like amateur Unabomber, not ones that carried. Not, out
1: n- not necessarily bombing, but but or, or but but a lot of times manifestos. They, they have manifestos, but the manifestos aren't necessarily you know they they either believe in something or they're against something. Yeah. Or they they've got some obsession. And yeah. that stuff was in print, yeah. right? And, and so the Scream one, in a way, has some relation to that, right? Yeah. So, which is great, but it, it's different than what the functionality of zines where you, like, like I said, like the regional, knowing who the regional, sure. like, uh, like that was a poem to me, reading who the regional wrestling champs were, because I didn't know any of these You know words. where
0: you can get a little bit of a window into that these days still is, if you ever pick up Illinois Entertainer. Yeah. That's, that's like a flashback to an earlier time because you see listings. I'll, I'll totally zone out for like half an hour just looking through these suburban venues that have like one member of some one-hit wonder band that's still touring, and you can catch them. And it's this whole circuit of these, you know, either, either tribute bands or cover bands or like this thing of like... No, but you can catch like, you know, Pat Benatar...
1: Right, <laughs> and, and, like, and, and when I was when when I was and that's
0: a pre that's a pre internet world thing, the, the the way it looks and the right. the kind of selection of offers. and that
1: these suburban yeah. places are making enough money off the bar and this and that that whether or not these advertisements help in any way shape or form yeah. they don't know and they're going to keep paying for them yeah. and, and that's why Illinois Entertainer will keep existing. Yeah,
0: that's the only way they can exist. Right, it
1: It's because of these ads, and the people can't aren't slick enough to know that these ads are worthless. That, yeah. that they're going to get. But I'm, that's
0: all that mag- I mean, there are there is there are some interviews, quote unquote, in that magazine.
1: I, I think that the writing in that it does is functional. It does what it's supposed to do. They are giving the equivalent yeah. of scene reports. They actually yeah. have opinions. I'm not yeah. anti Illinois Entertainer, but it is mostly for the ads, and yeah. it's mostly. I can't believe there's a bar where this is happening. That is less than two hours from me. Yeah. It's less than one hour. And I used to sometimes get bands that were like when I had an anti scene on Chicago, it was because mm. I, I, I was like, what? They're gonna be an hour away? Mm. Like this band that never plays Chicago and is so yeah. kind of weird and important. And I was like, I'm filming. If you can be in, in downtown at four o'clock that day, yeah, you can be on a children's show. Like right. I, I would you I would look through that to find bands because every now and then it'll be a band you like like there was a like guitar wolf which is like this japanese yeah, sure you know, know they they, they played in chicagoland mm-hmm. at this uh, this place i couldn't believe mm-hmm. like and I, I i really wanted to go and i just had to work yeah um but yeah I,
0: you had i i watched a couple of clips from I, I went to your site and you had some youtube clips like I, it was fun to see azita on there yeah. Doing scissor girls, you know. Yeah,
1: she's great. She was she also was a uh, a character. Oh, is she on the on one episode. Um she was like a, a jester, a court jester mm. at like who was gonna help the kids with games on one of our earlier episodes. And then someone told me that when she started like dancing around on the ground she didn't have any underwear on. Mm. And I was like, All right. Maybe,
0: yeah.
1: we, won't, maybe we won't have Azitas. <laughs> <laughs> Genitalia on the show again, but yeah. we'll have her bands on anytime she wants to come on. Yeah, maybe you can't have a character. Yeah,
0: and she she's great. She's still at it.
1: She's, mag- um, she's magnificent. She's a magnificent musician. I, yeah. I was the goblins played the farewell. I mean, one of the problems towards the end of the Scissor Girls is that, uh, is that Kelly Cuvo mm-hmm. was in you know joined the band. Yeah, and she has. So, uh, uh, absurdist um, Aesthetic similar to mine mm. You know Almost a clownish yeah. Absurdist Aesthetic And that's not exactly What those other two women Were doing But yeah. she will work harder than, than anybody else So she would be A lot of decisions Were her mm. And thus The Goblins Were one of the bands At the farewell show For the Scissor Girls Which might not have been The the best yeah, band Yeah I,
0: I never saw, I never saw The Scissor Girls live uh, Although me and Azita It turns out I found out later, we're at the Art Institute at the exact same time. It was just a very different scene that she was in. The,
1: I'm sorry you didn't in. see
0: them. They were so good.
1: Yeah. But anyway, what I was going to say I saw was, all her other bands. <laughs> her, her last, her last... You know, after the show, maybe I had left my leather pants backstage or something. <laughs> and I go back there, and she was just sitting by herself, like, like not weeping, mm-hmm. but, you know, I... I, I Went somewhere where I wasn't supposed to be. Uh-huh. You know, not in the yeah. dressing room, but just—I yeah. uh, guess this was lounge Axe. and not—it mm. wasn't bottle. It was lounge Axe. Yeah. and I—I—I I, I just saw her in the moments when the band had played their last note, right? And, and how much that meant to her, and how sad she was. Like I right. saw this moment way too intimate with this person who mm-hmm. I have so much respect for, and it really, like that, it was so moving to me. It was so moving to me, and I—it wasn't like go pat her on the shoulder or say do you need yeah. something it was like get the fuck out of here so i'm yeah. not in her space where but she was you know like that's like i said i don't have that poet in me like i'm not going to after my last thing sit down <laughs> and and contemplate and just feel the way she was feeling like she was really feeling what it meant to yeah. have this project so you don't managed.
0: feel like if you decide like the goblins will never play again. You'll take the mask off, and you will not
1: weep. I just don't. Uh, it's, you know, no. I've, I've I've had uh, some losses that have devastated me in a lot of ways, but yeah. that's not how I react to it. Yeah. You know, I just like, oh, what will I do next? Maybe it's it's an autism that I have. Well, you,
0: know? you can't have all the feelings or all the experience, all the things. You get the this, and you don't get that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's fair. You don't get to have everything. You have, a, but you have a. A whole wide spectrum of other things, so you came back here and you kept Rocktober going. And how soon did the after that did Chicago go start?
1: Ninety six. Ninety six. So Cuv- had, Kelly Kuvo had been doing experimental stuff at Cable Access,
0: and that's how you got into
1: it. You, yeah, so like you were been, friends with her. She'd been doing this cab- uh, experimental stuff at Cable Access, and her and Jackie and me sat down and were like, you know, because I, I love. So I guess if you're asking me, like, like before I bought the Nick Gilder record, I was already watching, because yeah. you you got to remember the other thing in the '70s was that American Bandstand and in Chicago, mm-hmm. Soul Train, right, are both on Saturday mornings between mm-hmm. cartoons. Like I know in New York on the East Coast, Soul Train was at like one a.m. Yeah, right. But in Chicago, both of those shows were mixed in with cartoons. So as a yeah. child. You would definitely accept that pop music and dancing and um, the, and joyfully interacting with music yeah. was related to Bugs Bunny. Mm. you know yeah, it was and lesser. it was yeah. related to, you know, Pac-Man cartoon and yeah. you know, like terrible cartoons and snorks. but it's also related yeah. to like the greatest cartoons ever made, because like, you, you also, every Saturday morning, they showed 40s cartoons. You know, to us.
0: Where I grew up in, in Boston area, every afternoon the local channel would have, you could you could catch, like, you know, Looney Tunes or like they they would have an hour or half an hour, two half hour blocks of that kind of Warner Brothers. Well,
1: they had that. Yeah. You know, there were definitely it was showing right, Tom, and Tom and Jerry in a bunch and, of places. And, you yeah. know, and we had morning. They might mix them in with the morning cartoon shows, but CBS had an hour of Bugs Bunny mm. for the entire seventies. Yeah, like that. Okay. Like that was like it was, whatever terrible cartoon they were making that year. Right. It was also bookended by, and whatever great cartoon you know, yeah. Fat Albert and yeah, and and some of these shows were 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 really well made. I mean, you know, even the cheap ones had another
0: weird one, like Croft Superstar, like Land right. of the Lost, or whatever. And, and, like, and Croft
1: Superstar, like yeah, and, and some of those have and Banana like, Splits, right, which they're a
0: You know, for years and years. I used to tell people, especially younger people, about banana splits, and I guess it was before YouTube, and they thought it was a thing that I'd made up from some, like, drug trip. They didn't <laughs> believe that a thing like that existed, but it was a thing, I, it was definitely re- reruns by the time I saw it, but it was a thing that was on TV, these people in these weird costumes.
1: Yeah, I guess yeah. we must have seen them in reruns, but they were showing them. Yeah, they were definitely, I remember. I don't seeing think them.
0: banana splits lasted very long, but they also were like, they were kind of like Beavis and Butthead, they introduced cartoons, you know, like... Right. They were sort of like the hosts of like this, right? This, uh,
1: but they didn't introduce. They introduced original cartoons. Yeah, they had they had three serial cartoons that yeah. they would introduce.
0: But it, that was like in my mind, it was the same time as they would show it in blocks with like Rocky and Bullwinkle or Deputy Dog or something like. Yeah, these other, not not the Warner Brothers, but the other kinds of cartoons that were also really
1: great. You know, stuff. So anyway, the point being that I was one of the reasons we decided to do the Chicago Go was that. I mean, I consider dance shows to be the purest, best mm. TV, yeah. and it totally relates to cartoons and absurdity and dynamism, in part because it was presented to us as something that was fit into cartoons. Yeah. Like, it, it happened, you know, uh, I, th- I think Soul Train was 11 and um, Bandstand was noon, maybe, but then the cartoons had started at 9, mm. and, you know, it was part of your routine, and yeah. you'd see stuff, and it was so good. So, you know, we talked about, well, we should do this. We should just do a dance show. And Kuvo did, did it with us for a few months, but not that long. Mm-hmm. That's partly why Azita was a character yeah, you know, for one episode. Um, but, he, uh, yeah, she brought us into it. So, 96. And, and one of the people down there was an avant-garde, um, this guy Alan. Was like an avant-garde filmmaker from the sixties. Oh, really? And you know, he was like, "Can I direct an episode?" And he directed, and it was. He's like, "We're gonna just, well, we're gonna do pools of light." So it was just like a super dark episode that didn't make oh, any really? sense. <laughs> but we would also get to talk to these people who had been in these, you know, film groups, and then mm. the people from. Um, uh, I mean, the, 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 there were a lot of people from underground film history. Yeah, and that were. Related, that were connected to it, that you would get to meet people on the board, people, you know, you you would get to learn a lot about, you know,
0: did it did all this stuff connect to whatever you studied at RISD or no?
1: I just did painting. At RISD. Oh, you oh you're a painter at RISD. Oh, I didn't know that. So you know, but then I I I didn't want I I decided you know, not to be a, a gallery painter while I was there, you know? Yeah. And it was cool that you would have a, a teacher go to New York and come back and just say, all right, and describe like the Matthew Barney, you know, and the climbing up, the naked guy climbing up. Like, describe super famous things that were happening yeah. in art. And I guess, what year does Basquiat die? Uh, I, I'm terrible at years. It, it, what? I think Basquiat might die in like 88, 89. That sounds about right. So like, uh, Basquiat yeah. is, is, is alive while I'm, uh, let me make sure I'm not completely wrong.
0: Yeah. So what what years would you have been at RISD?
1: Like, basically, uh, he dies in '88, so I get there in '87. So like people are still like like people are super interested in him when I'm a freshman. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and yeah. not as a not the sure. way we're interested in him now as like a, a dead deity. But you know, like like we get Jay Z play act
0: dressing as him in videos.
1: It's fine. It's, 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 it's yeah. good hair. <laughs> like it. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, people wear pompadours to look yeah. like Elvis every fucking day. Yeah. Why why shouldn't you be able to have No, It's here?
0: just like a weird, it's like a co- it's like cosplay to me. Like I think like it's taking like it's sort of like I don't know. Removing somebody's skin and put making a skin suit out of it and sticking it. And because you're the Medici of your time, you can you can afford to do that because so. you're Jay Z and
1: you. But he also run did the world. But, but, know, like, but, but he also <laughs> did did all those series of things with Warhol, right? So he was definitely involved. In, you yeah, mean Basquiat. Yeah,
0: I'm talking about what Jay Z does. I got like you, but but but, of, but but
1: but but I mean like the way he was involved with somebody who put stuff stuff out there to basically say, go ahead. Do do as you will, uh-huh. because that's what that's partly what happens the way, the way. Um...
0: Well, uh, Basquiat was incredibly ambitious, and he yes. was calculating about like where he like he wasn't he wasn't a tagger the way like those people in wild style are. He, well, he wasn't just tagging trains; he would tag places like where artists were important yeah. and and people that could advance his career would see the shit that he was doing. It was you know he was. He, he wasn't like some naive artist. No, and like he was... He knew he, what he, was. And, and, he came from a middle-class family. And he was
1: trained. It turned out he did have training which of course, people didn't believe. Of like, course. Like I, that, that was something we were talking about in 87. His father was a professor. Like, right. He, he,
0: he was not a street kid. So you that know, was like, what we <laughs>
1: like, like We were definitely yeah. talking about that. He's not an outsider. He's like us. Yeah. <laughs> like... you know, Oh, you were
0: talking about that at RISD? Yeah. Like you knew that at, at that time?
1: I guess they did. know like, like people sort of knew. Like literally people were coming back People would, like the older people, and a lot of them were the instructors, would go to New York and then come back Mm -hmm. and just describe something that they saw. Like, this is what we saw this week, you know? And then I just, at some point, I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to be in galleries. Yeah. I I don't want to, I don't want to live in New York. I don't want to, I don't want to be involved in this trade, but I I just do want, I just want to make things where you have to use your design. Also, I wasn't good. (laughs) Mm. Like, I mean, I was. What were
0: you painting? Like, what, what were your paintings like?
1: I mean I was painting figures. I yeah. mean they're they're similar to some of the things that you have, but maybe a little more I don't know. A little brighter than yours with a little more impasto, sort mm-hmm. of, but um Like from, from, from observation figures? From, from, yeah. Mostly from yeah. observation. I mean sometimes yeah. I would take pictures, sometimes I would yeah. I mean I would paint a baseball card sometimes. Mm. You know? But I, I would I I like to work um I, I took a year off Um, and went down to Nashville and just kind of practiced for a year, I realized that there's a part of art school where you go, where they just stop telling you to do stuff, and you just have to work on your own as much as you can. And I realized I just would not clean my brushes quickly Uh. enough to get any value out of being at art school. Uh. Right? So I, I took a year and went down south and just worked as a dishwasher and then just, like, practiced. Like, practiced painting. And not really practicing, like, getting good at painting, but really just... I honestly was like, I need the discipline to clean my brushes so that uh-huh. I will keep painting. Like, I need, to de- I need to develop just a discipline to not be lazy so yeah. that I will get value out of being by yourself. And what happened was,
0: uh-huh.
1: the class I was in originally was yeah. all geniuses. Oh, really? And the class I ended up in was not like, there was a number of people who um, were just really calculating yeah. and had just come up with a gimmick that mm-hmm. they were going to do. Yeah. And it wasn't really, they weren't exploring and they weren't painting. Sure. And then the people that were really painting, they just weren't, you know, they just weren't that good. And I ended up, like, like apparently second for the award. And I guess I don't really know what the award means. But I'm mm. like, that's absurd. The idea that I'm the best painter, I'm the second best painter uh-huh. here, is the stupidest that's yeah. like, like Lauren Owen was one. Laura Owen was one class Laura behind Owen. me. Yeah. She was one class behind me. So I would be in crits with her mm-hmm. and get to see her work developing and like being mm-hmm. a crit with her. Like somehow you'd be with different years. But I just remember, you know, I like I getting to be by yourself and just paint for hours and hours and hours. Nah. You know, and just work on something. I, I, I listened to, uh, I remember I'm by myself. And the other thing was, so I end up with this lazy class, so I'm by myself
0: in uh-huh. the studio all the yeah.
1: time. Like, nobody else is there. And then you're... I just remember, like, listening to the... Uh, like, like I get there in the morning and they're playing... I didn't have a TV. Mm-hmm. And they're playing the World Series game in its entirety the next day. I'm like, why are they playing this game? But I'm going to listen to this entire thing. Mm-hmm. And it was a Kirk Gibson game. Oh! Like, so I'm listening to this... Oh, the... The, 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 like the, the next day, I'm oh, listening, right. yeah. you know, on my headphones while <laughs> painting yes. to this incredible... Like game, and that's mm-hmm. like, oh, this is why. Like when it's over, you're like, oh, that's why they just played an entire game the next day yeah. on the radio it worth, again. Worth river, like, it guess, like it was just like we're just gonna play this legendary again. Game, yeah. And I didn't know it was gonna happen. You know, I yeah. like, I didn't know that was gonna happen. Like I remember being right, alone listening to things and stuff.
0: You didn't have YouTube or a recap right. like where you could instantly get everything yeah. that happened. <laughs> like at the time, like I was, I love
1: the White Sox, and then you would, I would go every morning to get the newspaper to see.
0: The box score? What had happened because
1: yeah. I didn't know what had happened. Yeah. Like I didn't know till the next day what had happened the day before and I only got to learn about it through the box score. Right. That, that, that was, you know, it's it's cool to not have that, but it was kind of cool to have that at the time. Just to look at the box score and see it the next day and be like, ah, oh, well, wow, we're eight games out and there's still eight games left if we just win everyone and everyone else loses everyone. <laughs> like, just getting a little bit of heartbreak the day we would be eliminated. Yeah. Because you have weird hope because you're a kid. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember that very distinctly. I didn't get by a newspaper that day. I was so focused on going to paint. And also, I didn't care about the other teams <laughs> and listening to that. Like, I just remember... And listening to just... Yeah, you know, I remember... I remember, you know, the music I listened to on some of the days and I'd be there just painting all day by myself. Mm-hmm. It was fun. And, and, but I feel like, felt like doing Chicago was, was, was an art project that counted. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like to me, like I'm going to do this creative yeah. thing and involve all. I mean, I, I like to involve other people and it's hard to involve other people because you have to count on other people. But I like to involve other people.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, I like to collaborate. I mean, other, people more talented than me and people less talented than me. Yeah. You know, people that are just striving and trying to do their best even though they this is as good as they're going to get. You know, mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that. So, I didn't feel like I had like uh bailed on my art training.
0: Yeah, you we refocused it on these other into yeah. these other uh containers like like the the magazine and the and the TV show.
1: And I would like to think that curating music and parties mm-hmm. for a living relates and, and, you know, having a, you know, any, you know, the, the minimal part of designing, you know, just, just having flyers and all that yeah. stuff, but more so just the overall, the aesthetic of, of creating a space. That's my, that I get to make the decisions on, on how this is going to be mm-hmm. like, I'm in that position and it's not, it's commercial, so it's not the decisions that I, I would make if I had my fantasy place. Yeah. Right? But it is, you know, how w- it, it is creating things, creating a space and curating it so that people will enjoy themselves. Yeah. You know, that people will enjoy themselves to music. You're,
0: you're talking about Promontory? I'm talking now. about
1: Promontory. So, yeah. I mean, I don't feel like yeah. I've, like, I have to fill out, like, like, I've been trying in the last, like, year. When they send you the survey after you do something, like when the White Sox send you the survey, and when the uh-huh. and, and to like ah, I'll, I'll take. I mean, there's so many boring things that I have to do in my emails that I mm. do for work. I mean, at the end of the night, uh-huh. I have to do a and you know, like a profit a profit and loss sheet. Where you
0: oh, have, it's like a, just it's filling
1: out a, a spreadsheet. Yeah, like, a spreadsheet. Like there's so many boring things I have to do. Yeah, that why I, I, I should somebody's you know terrible job is to. Get this data. I should fill this out, even though I, my opinions are so outlined they're not going to help anybody. But mm, I feel like I yeah. should fill this stuff out. So I did fill out like the RISD one. Oh, like, really? Like, you know, they were like, "Last chance to fill this out." I'm like, oh. "What? How was your RISD experience?" Just, right? really? It's sort of about your RISD alumni experience. Oh, really? You know? And then they were like, "There was not a category for what I do, other than to say I am not in the art field." Like, oh really? w- whatever the first yes. three or four were yeah. I could not click any of those boxes so mm. I had to click I am not in the art world and I guess I'm not mm. but I don't feel like I'm uh, I feel like I'm um, doing creative work yeah for I mean even though this is not you know it's not the music I would pick and the room doesn't look Although it sort of does like I'm, I'm you know there's a lot of things that are out of my control but I, I'm I'm I was put in charge of this space yeah and it has to be successful but it has to be You've good. been there
0: for a while now. How long? Yeah, have... we
1: opened it up in 2014. Right,
0: and you've been there
1: since yeah. the start, right? Yeah. So I feel like, I don't feel like I threw art school away. Oh. No. You know, I don't feel like I didn't do art school. I feel mm. like, I don't, I, don't, I mean, I, I wouldn't have wanted to do business school. Maybe I would be making more money if I did business school, but I had no maybe, interest. Maybe, yeah. I had no interest whatsoever. And maybe we wouldn't because it would be, because somebody went to business school that opened all those places that closed. Mm. You know, in less than eight years, yeah. You know? Like maybe, yeah. The kind of dedication and and aesthetic, you know. I, you know, maybe there's things that I'm because of who I am that are helping this be successful.
0: Well, mm. you know, you're still there, and that that that's saying something, you know.
1: Yeah. I mean, there were times empathy. they told me if you quit, we'll close it. Really? Well, I mean, when uh, it was when the business was was tighter. Mm. You know, we used to have a restaurant which did not last the pandemic. and we Oh,
0: you, oh! the restaurant's not there anymore? No. I, haven't, I haven't been down there since for before years.
1: Before the pandemic.
0: Well, like way, way before, because I don't know if you remember, but like my ex, Shay, was running that show, mortified and there yeah. was some... I think I think she did a, a show or two there. Yeah, I don't know like, if it ever came together or not. We did but, like four. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. But yeah, well, then, yeah, that was like right when... Like we broke up in beginning she wanted 2015, beginning of 2015. to became like
1: a mortician? She wanted
0: to. It didn't happen? Uh, she went to... Yeah, I don't. We don't have to talk about this. No, that's okay. Yeah, I
1: remember talking about her, and yeah. she was in the school, and she was doing stuff, and she... Like, that was... The be- best conversations I had with her were about this weird death stuff when she was studying with yes. these people. Like, yeah. it was, like she was studying she's with still death people.
0: She's still on some sort of... She's on a, a full-on, like, vision quest, kind of like figuring out what she wants to do, as far as I know. Uh, we're not currently in touch, but...
1: <laughs> me and my friend Eric actually did, a, uh, did one. Like, one of my friends from high school... Was, did a... Uh, did did a mortified. She asked um, me, she, Oh, yeah. She said, well, will you do one? And we yeah. had um, recorded a song. Mm. Like, when we were... We recorded, yeah. like, a, a house song while we were in high school together. Nice. And we yeah. played the house song and kind of talked about, like, Eric was a uh, Jehovah's Witness. And... There was another Jehovah's Witness that made yeah. beats like that. Yeah. He really made like a lot of the big house people didn't actually make their own beats. This guy made the beats mm. for them, and then they yeah. give them to them. Sure. And uh he was also a Jehovah's Witness and he just had this really good stuff. We went over there and we just made this, this song that we improvised. And uh, you know, Eric to Eric it was a whole another thing going on inside him, like wanting to do this cool stuff, but being like, you know constricted by being this Jehovah's Witness and stuff. Oh, f- feeling conflicted because And also, like, he like, like, wanted to hang out with me, and did he want me to become a Jehovah's Witness and mm. stuff, you know? Right. So, we did it mortified about that. It was okay. Yeah. Like, I wish it I, I, it didn't hit insanely well, but mm. it was fun.
0: I did it a few times, yeah. I'd read, read, a, what for my
1: autobiography from third grade, you know, stuff like that.
0: <laughs> so I guess I must have
1: just read the lyrics, or we just yeah. played the song. Oh, did you play? Yeah. And we definitely played the song, but I wonder if I, I must have read what the lyrics were. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was always a challenge to get guys because it was almost all women, like, because women, girls were more, more much more often would keep diaries and journals than, than guys prototypically, you know. Yeah. So getting guys uh, was always a challenge for that show, I remember.
1: Well, me and Eric did it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was it was, it was quite a thing for a while.
1: I really enjoyed yeah. it. I mean, I, yeah. I, I I like it more than The Moth, I think. Oh, yeah. We still do The Moth. I like it more than The Moth. Oh, you guys
0: have The Moth? Okay. Yeah, we just oh, had it okay. last week.
1: But I like it, I mean, just, just uh, you know, partly, it's like collecting records. Like, I love that it involved, you find a primary source material, and then you...
0: The Moth seems to be more polished and more showbiz than, I don't know, in a way. But,
1: but in a way like, it isn't, because Mortified... Yeah. Worked with everyone before they would let them go on stage.
0: Well, that's the way Shade did it. Uh, apparently, in other cities, it was less. Like, well, the way Shade
1: did it, I felt was a great way to. She do was it. very, very
0: hands on. Like, like making she, people, she put in so much time, making yeah. sure
1: people did this right. Yeah, like making sure they presented the the material yeah. right
0: and yeah,
1: and I mean that, the only way I've experienced it was was through her. Like she yeah. did it maybe five times with us. Yeah, and that to me was there, there's some ways that that's better. Yeah. than than the Moth. Like yeah, because it's not just. Yeah. It, it's what is the best way to share this thing and mm-hmm. why not have some guidance. Yeah. yeah. And also by having guidance, you can have anybody do it. The yeah. other thing that you see at the uh, moth is that it's almost professional moth.
0: I guess that's what I was kind of getting at, whether the, the the result is professional or not, like the intent or something about it is there's a polish to the... Or there's, there's a, a desire for professional advancement in the moth that... Mortified never had. Well, because like they,
1: they call it a story slam. Yeah. So what The Moth is, it's supposed to be like yeah. a poetry slam, so you do yeah. get these competitive people that come out yeah. to win. Yes. And and, and that do it all the time. Yeah, like nobody like wins mortify. <laughs> and all star, right? You're you're all losers. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> like that's the whole point, of the, whole point right. of the
0: show is Everybody like, loses. In sharing their embarrassment.
1: Everybody losing moments
0: from childhood. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, the moth, the moth has that thing where there's yeah. pros. so you do get a few great ones that get up yeah. that are unpolished and cool, sure. but then you get the pro mothers up there, which is also cool. I mean, sure, yeah. you go see pro musicians. And a good story is a good story. Yeah A good story and, and, and a a good story in a way Is better Better than a good poem You know mm-hmm. like The idea that somebody's a pro At telling stories about their lives Yeah The year that we were living in New York When oh, Jackie was at, at some school Oh at the um, At the library She was at the um. The Harlem Public Library Where they mm-hmm. have a, The Schomburg Archive So we lived in New York for a year And mm-hmm. um Uh, It was a year that uh, it was a year in between Howard Stern quitting Mm -hmm. and going to the radio, where he wasn't going to record for them, but they Uh were only going to play. They were just going to play, burn all his stuff because he was going to lose all the archives. Mm. And I never listened to Howard Stern before. Yeah. But when I was there, they were only playing instead of like hearing a a talk radio DJ Uh kill four hours. Yeah. You were only going to uh he was only playing the stuff that was never gonna get hurt again and they had to burn off so the most magnificent stuff and oh, mo- really? most of it was some of it would be you know celebrity coming in uh-huh. you know like the most memorable one which I talk to my son about all the time was his his, his uh side, sidekick was Jackie the joke man Martling who had been bragging for years about writing this one joke for Rodney Dangerfield the uh two bagger joke like it's it's, it's know. you know uh, she's, she's a two bagger I'm not going to do Rodney voice she's a two bagger you put two bags over her head, head in case one rips while you're, you're Going oh boy! At it, you know? <laughs> so I've been bragging about this yeah. joke. So so it's con- having Rodney come in and confront. Did he write this? And you yeah. know, Rodney is like, yeah, I guess. You know, but Rodney is being. You know, he doesn't do jokes when he's not on stage. He's yeah. just being really, like, kind of dire. And the other guy's kind of really nervous. Like the energy of that thing was. But mostly, it's just having these guys come on and tell stories. Like having yeah. Howard turn. Just. It, it 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 makes me think what could he have possibly done before he had stories about the industry because it's mostly him telling these incredible stories about the industry I guess that's what his movie was you know oh, tell, the, telling the what was, telling what it was like to be in but then he, he after Jackie the joke man they get the guy from um, they get the guy from the Norm Macdonald movie the uh, Artie Lang. Hmm. and Artie Lang was just there to like tell s- stories about terrible things that happened to him but tell them. Which and, is like everything,
0: Magnificent. Like Artie Lang right. is like a human garbage dumpster, like right. basically. But but but
1: but, but, but 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 his skill wasn't that he didn't die, which yeah. I guess is a skill, but yeah. it was that he could then tell the stories, mm. like he could tell these stories and not, sometimes I hear him do stand up when he's telling them and it feels mm. more, uh, more uncomfortable, yeah. but man, Howard Stern knew how to get him to tell these okay. stories, you know. Just I, I've just I
0: always found Howard Stern so off-putting. I never no, listened I don't, to it. I never
1: show. I never listened to it. Yeah. I never listened yeah. to it, but I listened to it that year because it was or it, you know, it must not have been a year. Mm-hmm. I listened to it for those 3 months, you mm-hmm. know, like every morning. Partly cuz I didn't have a real job out there. I had to just freelance and do stuff. Oh, okay. And partly because it was just people telling stories. Yeah. Like it was just people telling these stories about the industry and they were so knowledgeable about it or about arty's just terrible life you know just telling Mm -hmm. these stories in such a good way man there's something you know people the ability to tell a story i mean people love stories it's true
0: it's it's what keeps people alive
1: (laughs) sometimes people are living a life thinking this will be a story they'll be going through something and thinking how i can share this with people as a story (laughs) i mean people i occasionally i think that yeah like i can't wait to tell somebody what i just saw Like, and I don't necessarily do it through Instagram. I might be like, I'll tell people what I like
0: Yeah, do you like Instagram? Or, like, do you like any of those? Uh,
1: I mean, I... I, I, Do
0: you you get something out of them?
1: I must like... (laughs) I must like Twitter because I will look at it for a long time sometimes. You do? Okay. I will look at Twitter for a long time sometimes because, in a way, you're getting... It's not an impossible way to get the news,
0: Mm -hmm. right?
1: To understand what's happening, like how people are reacting to what's happening.
0: Yeah,
1: I I don't like to see videos of people being beaten, Mm. but I do like to know what people are talking about. Mm. Like I I won't, I don't like to see police. You mean like the police videos? Police Like I don't like to see that, but I I, I, and I won't watch it over and over. Mm. But I do want to know what people are talking about. And I want to know what consequences. That's the thing. I'm so late on some of these things. So, like, if I see a terrible beating, then I'll mm-hmm. scroll down to see if these police have been arrested yet. And like, Yeah. Or, or I guess the other one you see is somebody being incredibly offensive or racist or terrible to someone. And then you scroll yeah. down and see if they've already been fired and they've already yeah. been. So, I guess there's that weird. That's a story. Like, you see the first chapter. And then since you're a couple days late, you get to scroll through and see... Oh, this is where they got, you know, reported to their mm. boss, and this is where this happened. And this is where that happened, and this is what. So I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'm getting any joy from that, but it's a mm. little bit interesting to kind of know what these things are. And and I, I, the one thing I will say about Twitter, which is was surprising me, is how many people are good at telling a joke.
0: Mm. You yeah. know,
1: like not just professional comedians, but how many people really can tell a joke. Like Once it, people understand what the format is, there are so many people that yeah. tell a joke really well on, on Twitter. And I guess it really depends how and you... And they're
0: giving it away for free to, to this corporation that gets yeah. to use it. Yep, all the, Some of people's best material goes out on that.
1: But a lot of these are people that would never have a place to tell a joke. Like like I'm not talking about the comedians, but yeah. a lot of a no, lot no. of it yeah. is like actual just people who are kinda of, who are funnier than you would think they are, and yeah. they can genuine and a lot of people can't, obviously. And yeah. a lot of people are devastatingly terrible in ways that are is hard to believe. And a lot of people are yeah. devastatingly unfunny. Like yeah. in ways that like that like Ted Cruz, it's like a, a like you could not write a person being as bad at telling a joke. Yeah. As you couldn't fake that yeah. there's nobody and you couldn't fictionally create someone as bad at telling a joke as that guy
0: you couldn't fictionally create a, a person as bad as that yes or as or bad any, as but any but you wouldn't, be able, of minions, you wouldn't
1: and... be able to fake how bad he is at telling a joke anybody who knows how to write mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to write wouldn't be able to, write, be able to sh- combine like bad judgment and mm-hmm. failure to like hit anything sure yeah. like so, it's, but 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 there are so many people that tell a joke correctly, and yeah, it, it's it's terrible. And, I, and then I'm, you're really thinking, like like, so do, do I? Like, I would just stop. I, I guess if, if, if I guess when Elon Musk owns it, I could I could just stop. Yeah. I guess I would just. I mean, that would be.
0: That would be the. That would be. It feels brain like brain brain, that's. Yeah. A, it feels
1: like that. Would, like I don't want to see what that. Like like if he imposes some kind of like, you know, his version of of. Of, of, of you don't... You let anybody say what they want. Like, like I, I think it's it's okay to not let... No more
0: a, no more Ayn Rand jo- jokes for you. <laughs> or whatever other, like...
1: No, but it's the opposite. He's saying he would let everybody do everything. Oh, uh, well... He's saying that he would let Trump that, be on. He would let That's what he's saying,
0: but that's... Yeah.
1: <laughs> but who knows? Like, it just seems like that's the only thing that you could say that's positive about something like that is that they will vaguely try to get... Poison off of it sometimes, Mm. and the idea that he's going to come in to put the poison back on—yeah,
0: I'm like I'm.
1: But he seems also like
0: one of the few, you know, wise or smart decisions I've ever made for myself was was turning off the social media in 2015. Like you know, at the you know before the ramp up to the 2016 election. Yeah, that seems like good. I think it saved my brain. (laughs)
1: That seems like a good move.
0: And I'm not. I'm very rarely tempted to go back.
1: Yeah, I, that seems like a good one.
0: I like... But you end up I, in a different world. I like having the delay of somebody, like, reading an actual article where somebody has at least thought a few hours to contextualize what has happened, you know? And I'm, I'm happy to... I, I'm not getting on a plane to fight in Ukraine, so, like, what what actual purpose is there that I, I can instantly see a video of somebody getting their head blown off, like in real time like what what is what for the world and or for me is is being served by me receiving that bit of information like nothing i think except for it ruining my day you know upping anxiety levels or whatever
1: there was that video though of the the russians who had um the russian uh officer who had surrendered just describing. I don't
0: watch any of the videos. Right, I'm saying. So, yeah, so I, I mean, there know, there, yeah.
1: there was one guy who just was describing, you know, what they were hearing and what they thought when they came in and what, mm-hmm. I mean, there's, you know, there's some value to distributing video that is interesting. I mean, there's things that you, you have to, unfortunately. You,
0: you have, have to wade believe, through a lot you of have shit.
1: To, and yeah. you have to wade through and curate. You have to, to develop a, sense of what's going to be worth listening to or reading or or seeing
0: well i think i mean i have to do that even in, right you know i read the new york times like every day and the new york times i read it because it's the it's the voice of the establishment it's the voice of the people in power you know like it's what they think by the time it gets to a place like the new york times it's gone through many many
1: but it's you know, also rings
0: and it, it's it's a particular point of view, and I like. I don't read any of the uh, their op-ed shit like ever. <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: well, if you skip that, I mean, it is. You know, people act like. I mean, it is, but you read the arts stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, there there there's a level of professionalism that yeah. does exist there. People act like like because they've they're, they've had some heinous, terrible op-ed stuff yeah. that you should throw this whole thing away, and no. it is. You know, if you read that, it has gone. There are, are there's standards and ethics and professional. Well, let's not say ethics, but there's standards yeah. and professional guidance and levels of people looking at stuff that occasionally some fucking bullshit will happen or slip through, but not usually. But there's know?
0: there's still a lot of parsing to do, even like yes, of at the New York Times. Less less so than you. Uh, combing through your Twitter feed. Right. For 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 what to click on and what not to click on, you know. But uh, I I have a lot of other shit I need to get done during a day and I I hear you. It feel like when I turned that off, it felt like there was many, many more hours in the day and like the sun was shining and the birds were singing. Literally that happened. No doubt. Like waking from a weird dream.
1: I can yeah, I I, (laughs) when I I will take days off from it just because I should. Yeah. I will take days off it because I should, but you know like the the nice thing for me on Twitter is nobody is going to look at anything I put on, like five people oh, will look yeah. at it, so uh, the things I do on Twitter are just like, yeah, what do you do on exercises there? i this year, I draw a white sock every single day, mm. oh, a player, a player. Or, I, oh I, I, I put a drawing that I do every single day up I, I mean, half of them were like I found some books of old sketches, so. Mm. I, I yeah. maybe the first hundred day, like for the whole every day of the season. Yeah. Including I, first, I wasn't gonna do off days, but then I just, oh, what the hell? I can't keep yeah. up with it. So that's just an excuse for me to draw for five minutes a day or ten minutes a day, mm-hmm. which I don't have. I don't do like so. Sometimes I'll just be sitting at work, and like I said, a lot of it is, and part of COVID is I, I don't go on the floor, the whole time. I I, mm. I time how many times I'm gonna walk around the room And make sure everything's okay, yeah. and then I'm gonna hide. If yeah. I get COVID, everybody's fucked.
0: Yeah, I did get right. COVID, yeah. but
1: uh, I didn't get it for the first two and a half years., yeah. but if I get COVID, it, it really it, it puts so much pressure on everybody else. Sure.. Yeah. So I, I'm sitting in that office so often and then to take five minute break and draw a picture while I'm in that office is mm. great. That's so, I, cool. so I do that every day and nobody cares. Three, the yeah. same three people like it oh, every really? day or not. Yeah. Sometimes zero of them like it, sometimes three. White Sox, Twitter does not care. Mm. Is not aware of this, yeah. and the the White Sox aren't aware of it. You know, like they don't care. And then I would I, you
0: like it if they were? Would you enjoy that? Like, they were like broadcasting your drawing on the jumbo on the on the on the, on the big what's it called? On the, yeah, the,
1: it's the uh, uh, there's very Why not? half of them are bad. Yeah, and uh... no, I don't. I don't think I would care that much. I mean, I don't have time for anything. Like, <laughs> I, like I don't have time to have. <laughs> like meaningless success, yeah. Like that's meaningless success, right? Yeah. Like I don't have, I don't really have time to. So deal with okay, so what,
0: what kind of success would you like to have? Like at this, what would, or what what's going? Is the the dance show is
1: is still going? Well, where is we it, we haven't we haven't been in the studio, yeah. but we're we're actually like within the next. I think certainly by October we're going back in the studio, but they're only yeah. gonna let twenty people in at a time. So we used to have like oh, 100 people dancing. Yeah. But we haven't been in the studio at all. And then we went down to the last month. We went down and we met with them and we're going to start mm-hmm. up again. They've got a new kind of visionary guy that we better get on there before this guy burns out and decides that and realizes that there's no nothing you can be visionary about public access. <laughs> but I do have a wonderful guy who's in charge right now. So we're going to get Where's this
0: studio? Is it? Do
1: you know where the Costco is on uh, Ashland? Yeah. It's about a... Uh, a Like a diagonal block and a half. Oh, interesting. uh, North and west. North and what?
0: So north of Roosevelt, you mean? No, no, like... Or 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 just south of Roosevelt. Yeah,
1: between Roosevelt and... Before
0: the supermarket? Before Jewel?
1: Maybe behind the behind jewel. Behind the jewel? Okay. Sort of. Maybe behind oh, the jewel weird. or a little. I and always it, wondered where. It's, well, that's where it is now.
0: That it's moved around. It yeah.
1: was. It, no. It had only been in one place before this. It was oh. at 322 South Green, which was central. Oh. Like, they had to make it a place that wasn't north or south. Uh. You know, so that it was for the whole city. I see. And, you know, that's where we did. And it was a, a, a really big studio. Mm. This new studio, like, you know, I, I was having family problems. And, mm. And I'd started the hardest job in you know I've ever had. Yeah. And we had started, you know, doing it much slower and they was they were having um so before like in the few years like I, I had stopped doing it regularly in the few years before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um and they also were having like and I guess I was only seeing this on Twitter. Yeah. Which would be another reason now to yeah. have it. They were having labor problems. Oh, like okay. like the the workers hated it. Yeah. You know? And I didn't wanna I didn't feel good about going in, while some of the workers hated it, and I right. just felt like they needed to just get these workers, I mean, happy enough to not be broadcasting that they hated it. Right. Like, they had to figure something out. I mean, even if they can't, mm. you know, give everybody everything they want, like yeah. if you if you can't make people happy enough to like not be broadcasting their hate for them, I just I felt like it, it wasn't a picket line because they were all still working, but it felt mm. like yeah. It'd be crossing so some bad, bad vibes. Over I, so there, so yeah. I didn't. So I, 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 we for the first, I would say between two thousand, you know, seventeen and two thousand nineteen, I was, not doing it for other reasons. Mm-hmm. And then once two thousand twenty came, we just couldn't go back in. Right. So now we're gonna go back in and start. So, yeah. but, so we were filming it, in the parks and filming it at at the promontory. Mm. So we would do a few tapings a yeah. year. But now we're gonna start doing it regularly, monthly again. You know, probably in October. Oh, cool. So uh, I've got to go in and get retrained in the new material. My son wants to be trained there too. Like he wants to do cable access. So oh, we're cool. going to start, we, we went and had a meeting with there last month. We're going to start doing that again. But I mean, success is, so just... is he,
0: your, your son going to be like Ratso Junior or like,
1: or, or is he going to have his own character? He's he, gonna have I, no, own... he wants, he'll, he'll have some idea for his own show.
0: Yeah. Oh, his own show. He'll yeah. want to do his own show. I yeah. mean, he'll
1: help us do the cameras and stuff. Oh, okay. but he's going to have an idea for his own show. But How what? old
0: is he? You're,
1: you're Sixteen. Sixteen, right?
0: Yeah, I ran into you guys at Myopic. It was uh, yeah. like yeah, a few weeks ago.
1: <laughs> I told Myopic that I would come once they bought it out. I told them I would come every payday and buy a book. That's cool. It's so cool that Jr. and Matt
0: like that was it such really a cool, cool. It was like in you know in a whole era of bad news to get like a piece of news like that. It's yeah. s- such a like. Totally made my day. But that, then when to I go
1: in out, there, every time I go in there, I I, 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 I'm like, oh, this is successful. Yes. Like, 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 like seeing that that this. That's this, a, it's a weird thing because It's impossible that it, yeah. it, it seems impossible that that's successful. But then you go and you're like, oh, they're going to be all right.
0: I'm seems still going like, to yeah, yeah. support them. Yeah, still
1: going to support. I'm still going to do my tiny part. I'm going there is, this
0: afternoon because they they sold some of my books. I got to go send bring them more.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah, they. They've always been very supportive of me, <laughs> which is very nice. And it's nice to have, like, actual friends from, you know, I mean, Jared, they're younger than me, you know, like, and they're running, they're running shit. That's nice to, you it's know, beautiful. like,
1: it's, beautiful. But yeah, it's so rare, it, it, <laughs> it, like, sometimes you'll we'll be in there, you're like, look how much money is going on here. They're doing okay. Yeah. This will, I think this will work out. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. It's and, a ton and they of know work. It. They yeah. know it. Yeah. Like they, they—it's yeah. not like they, they came in on this thing. They've been there. They know all the economics of it because they've been there. Jared's been
0: there for twenty years. Right. He's so they, so they—they
1: they didn't go into this stupid. No. <laughs> they went into this very smart, right. and 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 it, it, then. But I still thought maybe they went into it, like Don Quixote. Um, no, I don't they, think so. But, but yeah. then when I went in, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, now that I'm really thick," because I, you because know, when they didn't own it, I didn't think about it when I was in there. Yeah. But then when you own it, and yeah. that I have to help run a business now, which I didn't have to do most of my life. Yeah. You, uh, you know, this is the first time I've ever had a salary in my entire life. Mm. Like, I've never, I've
0: never in my life had a salary. Yeah, I, I I've got, never had a job that has is not paid hourly or through
1: tips. This is the you first know, time. Like, <laughs> this is the first time in my life, Yeah, you know, you get deep yeah. into your 40s before you ever a salary.
0: I mean, I am i don't think at this point I'm ever going to yeah. have a job with a salary, but like I, I would chafe under it. I, I have serious yeah. problems with authority. Like I don't, I don't like being told what to do, yeah. you know, which is why I've worked exclusively service industry jobs my whole life for, to, to plug the gaps, you know? Yeah, I'm not a team player exactly. I, got, I, c- I can be, but like it, there's got to be a lot of conditions met, and which don't need to be met. Shouldn't why be. Why would they? Yet. Yeah. Not, <laughs>
1: why should they? Yeah. I mean, they it's, should be it's, it's decent not, to if everybody. If it's not
0: your hamster wheel, yeah. you don't get to dictate the the terms. You know, like. I mean, that's
1: why I got incredibly lucky, which was yeah. that they don't feel like coming to High Park. So as long as this is successful, nobody's yeah. going to tell me what to do. Yeah. Like like, and, and if I was. You know, if I was in in their purview, yeah. like if I was doing something in their neighborhood, they would mm. be in all the time and they would tell me, do this, do this. Yeah. And that might be harder for me. Like, I tell my crew that all the time. I was like, listen, if you want to do what you want to do, if you want to do this, we just have to make money. We have to be successful. And if we're yeah. successful here, mm. then we have, then they will trust us. And we can do these things the way we want to do them. And we won't have somebody who doesn't know what they're talking about telling mm. us. And they know what they're talking about in other places, mm. but for them to come to Hyde Park like historically over the years, yeah. especially when we were married to the restaurant which they did control.
0: Yeah.
1: Like every now and then they would impose some kind of aesthetic or some kind of yeah. thing and it would just not work. Right. They would just impose something that completely was not going to work. Mm. And we knew that, and they just had to see it. But now we don't, you know, as yeah. long as we're successful, we don't have to do that. But we have to be successful. And yeah. you have to and the success is a bottom line thing in that for the business yeah but that's not what's successful for me i mean i don't care so i'm you, past caring <laughs> so we're
0: yeah you said the Chicago was is going to start up again what else what uh, is rocktober gonna reappear at I, some I, point i mean
1: we, we did one issue in i thought i was going to do it annually but i did one in 2020 Then mm-hmm. my 2021 issue did not come out mm. and it's about to come out you know I, I think i can put it out in october i've got all but like you know, a few pages done. And oh, that's And then cool. I just fell, fell, fell back on it. You know, it's hard to, like, do the part of selling ads. So I got to do it without selling ads. Like, I got to just mm. sell enough copies in advance or, you know, or just have enough saved up to get it printed. But yeah. that'll be fine. So we'll do one more. I'll do it. And I'll do it every year, I think. I think I can yeah. do that. One a year. Um, you know, just making things. I guess it's probably not that much different than you. Getting to make things that you want sometimes and getting to be around some nice people, and, you know, I, I have the other thing of having children and making sure that they're okay, you right. know, like, but making sure they're okay, but in, in several ways. I mean, obviously you have to make sure that they can eat and the clothes are nice, <laughs> but then also making sure they're okay, you know? It's, it's hard to be okay these days and making sure they're okay. Are,
0: are they with you uh,
1: part of the year, or like how? My son's with me 100% of the time oh, my years. daughter has grown.
0: Oh okay, I, yeah. She's older, right?
1: So she's yeah. on her own. I mean, she's about to turn twenty, so she's, oh, wow. she's okay. vaguely on her own. She's not. She's pretend grown, vaguely on her own. Also, you know, a lot of these kids who were in the pandemic, uh-huh. uh, they you know they lose a couple of years. So she acts like she's in high school. Oh on, really? On purpose. Mm. You know, and, and like even stuff that she wouldn't have normally done in high school, like. You
0: know, it's funny. The only the only people I've actually worried much about. Uh, where pandemic is like the young people in a way because because they're missing like crucial moments of development, like where it's of being socialized. Like I, I don't worry about me, you know, like in pa- pandemic is great for me.
1: Yeah,
0: like yeah. I basically the rest of the world started living like I do. Right. M- m- um. Most of the time. I mean, it sucked not being able to go to coffee shops or bars, but I, w- I was so productive. I got so much shit done. Like I could have done it another five years, you know, like easily, like in. But See, but I'm, I'm, hate, I'm, I'm a strange that person, part. you know.
1: Mm-hmm. But I didn't hate. I didn't hate that part. I hated yeah. being on like, you know, being unemployment. Like mm. I, I I've been, I, I got to, like I'm I'm, I'm half a century, no, uh, like I, I avoided this for half a century and now I'm on. Un- yeah. And I didn't feel guilty. Yeah. I worked really hard. Yeah. And I I got a lot of people paid and I took care yeah. of a lot of people and then I was unemployed. But right. it's weird. I, it just wasn't what I expected. I mm. don't, you know. Shoot. That, 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 the link card is a magnificent, mm. magnificent thing. You know? No,
0: that, I mean, I'm very lucky not to have any dependents. So
1: yeah.
0: in, in that time, I figured out, I, I mean, I sold more artwork during lockdown than any time in my whole life. Because people were trapped in their in their hovels, and they wanted to, they suddenly realized that it would be nice to redecorate since we're here 23 hours out of the 24 or whatever. We should have something nice on the walls, and I make those things, so it, it worked out for me. I read so
1: many books, and I needed new bookmarks, and I ordered some from you. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah! <laughs> I ordered painted bookmarks from you because I needed so much, you know.
0: Yeah, I, I got I get a crank out more collage and painted bookmarks because I'm doing printer's row lit fest, and those go at that thing. <laughs> 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 well, cool. Are, are there any other like book type projects, or is that off the off the table? Any big? I don't know.
1: Ah. Uh... <laughs> I feel like I had some... History
0: of masked singers or...
1: Um, You know, (laughs) you always have ideas, but it's hard to... I mean, I I understand now that anything I do Mm -hmm. is going to be appreciated very much Uh by very few people. Right, yeah. And then not noticed by many, many more. By everyone, basically. So... I don't. I feel like I'm not going to self-publish mm-hmm. a book, which I don't know how to distribute, and I don't have any money for. Mm-hmm. Um, but God bless you for doing it. But I, I, <laughs> but, but I, and I, I don't really feel like like uh, I no matter how much how passionate I am about ideas, mm-hmm. I don't know that anybody will be able to make any money off this book. I, like I feel like making different publishers lose money. Mm-hmm. I guess was one of my hobbies.
0: Oh yeah. And now you're you're getting you're recovering from that hobby or now, I, you so quit was, that that, hobby? that
1: said, I got about, about two or three projects that might, yeah that might happen. <laughs> like, like there's one with one of my friends who just never gets anything done. Uh-huh. I would like to do this project with him that I know would be really good, and, and there's a press that's interested in it. Uh-huh. So maybe, but yeah. the 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 saving grace for me on that one, the lifeline, uh-huh. is he 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 never like. As soon as he's done with his last thing we'll start this and he's never gonna be done with his oh. current project so <laughs> i i don't have i don't have to do this i don't have to do this that's funny I, and, and i have a second kind of you know I, and i have another idea of something i would like to do that i guess i could get a small press to publish mm. so maybe maybe i've got two projects that i i think i could do a good job on but it doesn't seem very super likely i just making making people lose money Mm. i don't want other people to lose money yeah yeah
0: it would be nice it would be nice i mean for me like you know it'd be nice to get somebody else interested to have skin in the game but it's just the timelines don't match up and i don't feel like i have unlimited time uh so i that's why i keep doing things on my own because i figured out a system to do it that's not it's not a lot of money it's a lot of work that i have to do myself and nobody else will do and almost all of them have earned out. Some of them have actually made money. These books that I've made, only one so far hasn't. Which one hasn't? Uh, the cab one, because the new cab, the all hack. It
1: was so good, though.
0: No, I know I know it's good. But it's, it's also like you plan... I have to plan for much more long-term. It's not this the publisher's idea of like you have this hit and you get a shower of publicity and you make your money back it's for you plan for years you know it's a very uh, you plan long term it'll it'll earn out it will it
1: that's the most yeah I mean that one by by adding all that stuff to it and
0: you know it's the direct it's the criterion collection version right but
1: by making it that aesthetic it really uh, it was really uh, more moving like I did really get, yeah. uh, I did really get kind of lost in it and was was deep in it. I mean, the last it was
0: made almost a decade after all of that ended. Like but my that, but that my was
1: participation, also you know, but but not just after your participation yeah. ended. After cabs ended. Yeah, it's right? cabs
0: are over. Yeah. right. So yeah. Yeah. so yeah. So, it, so
1: it also felt like this. Um, it felt you know, it was contemporary but not contemporary. Like it felt like this. This yeah. time capsule, but, yeah. uh, but, but not just a time capsule. That, that, that minimizes what it felt like. What it felt uh, like was, you know, the, like why did we lose this and is it worth it? And just who the people, I mean, you obviously, I'm talking about, you know, Sir Punk and Funk. Uh, <laughs> who is, is like on the Halloween record. Uh-huh. I mean, the people who got in your cab were versions of these characters. Yeah. Right? And that's... So, obviously, that's why I like the book. Mm. Like, to me, like, you're describing these, you know, intense situations with these characters. Yeah. And you're seeing part of it. And, you know, it's... You know, I guess they had the HBO show that was like Sex Cab or something. Where they yeah. would just secretly take people in cabs. I mean... Taxi
0: cab confessions. Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah. It, it got brought up a lot by people. So, I mean, yeah. I, you know, yeah.
1: it's, it, there's there's yeah. reasons why people like this. But it was, you know, you... you, you you were level-headed enough to understand who people were mm. and level-headed and observant to be able to, to give a glimpse into these interesting people yeah. who came in and neighborhoods. You treated neighborhoods like, like characters and you treated yeah. places like characters. I mean, I guess the next book after that was the one where you really treated places like characters and, and talked about what a place was like. But those were both... I didn't, I didn't, I didn't read your Soviet poems book. The, Soviet stamps. Soviet stamps, but the other two, I, I, those two, I mean, I guess mm-hmm. I read two versions of the other one. Yeah, this, I, they were really captivating and moving. That said, you're right. Who's going to print that? Right, it's, uh, it's hard to find. I mean, although if, somebody like, should,
0: like you were saying about the very, the the three or four people or whatever, they get really excited. Yeah, I, I've I've definitely come to terms with that. I don't know if I ever had any, like big star dreams because I mean I came up doing painting like a thing that peaked in the whatever 18th or 19th century you know like I had an awareness that my interests were not quite aligned with mainstream culture and it wasn't it wasn't a matter of being contrarian or whatever or or like being a dick it's just that's the way things turned out I I drew my whole life you know and I realized very early on that that was not what most of the kids, most of the people around, were into you know. That's not what they did in their lives, so it was never gonna be like a TV show or something, you know, or
1: well, even but, but, a comic book. But but, but you're the. <laughs> but you're a character in the bigger story. Like it, it's the. Uh, I mean, you were. I guess are, but you know, if we're gonna go to, like. like like, like, you know, you, you, like Adam Jacobs is taping the show and people are mad at him. And there's a. The...
0: I, I, I got filmed for the. I don't know if it's ever going to happen, the Adam Jacobs documentary. There's this, there's this lady, it was Nobody before ever pandemic. It, yeah. No, the, she taped a bunch of people and I was one of them because she figured out that him and I were at a lot of the same shows and I was, right. draw, I was drawing and he was taping. So, yeah, I mean,
1: yeah you were yeah, there. Like, yeah. there's like five characters that would be around. Yeah, that, you know that that are part of a scene, just like Beetle Bob and St. Louis, and mm-hmm. yeah. you know there were Thaks. where you ran with Thaks? Oh yeah, oh right? yeah. Like like people that were just they're, yeah, they're you hit
0: on me on the Western bus. Sometimes they're, they're <laughs> at every show, right?
1: And that's that's a thing, you know. Yeah. And their yeah. characters, and you, you know, you got to be one of them. Yes, like you did a thing, and and if it was just a gimmick that you didn't really care about. You wouldn't have been one of those guys, but you. you I'm
0: still doing that thing. Right. I carry my sketchbook. You and care go about to these drawing shows. at a show? Yeah, you know, you because that's the them. way it helps me listen. That's the reason those drawings exist, really. But now I have. If you look to the right, there's a stack of sketchbooks back there. Uh, to there's a stack oh, yeah, of them yeah, yeah. back there. That's yeah. Like you know, two thirds of that is bands playing. You know, like yeah. somewhere at places like the Empty Bottle. You know, yeah. like it's a thing I do. You know. And, you know, I made a book of that, but yeah, it's, it's a very, I pitched that book for years and nobody like, because they would, they would look over the list of people I drew and then they hadn't heard of any of them. And that's when I realized that like my music taste didn't right. line up with whatever was saleable, I guess, or right. merchandisable. <laughs> uh, but I, I get a lot out of it and I, with the books, I figured out a way to do it that you know, it's, I'm not going to get rich off of it, but I'm not going to go into huge debt either, you know? The problem, for, yeah, the big problem is distribution is the big fucking problem, you know, for me, because I'm not on Ingram, which is, you know, the Death Star of, of books. <laughs> and they won't have me, you know, for a variety of reasons, you know? But, yeah, just... If you're not on that, you don't exist.
1: <laughs> you know? Can you... You know, get somebody like get Drag City or somebody to just get help you get them into record stores around the country or into something. I'd like
0: I'd like to find somebody. I, I tried so you know I do you know, design record covers every now and then. I tried to get this guy Jordan who runs American Dreams to partner with me. He's moving to France, but he's having his distribution still in America, so somebody else is doing that. I'd, I'd love for somebody to you know
1: just to put him in some kind of stores. I know. I know. The fact is, then they just go to stores and they maybe don't sell. Yeah, the stores that they go to.
0: Yeah, so I have to have have personal relationships. So my books are in certain stores, Uh, you know, a few in Chicago, like one in San Francisco, now one in LA, you know, like one in New York. Like I go to Quimby's New York because I know that guy from Boston from before he started Quimby's in Chicago. He had a store in Boston that was like this weird stuff store. And then he looked around and realized that it would be cheaper to start a store in Chicago, and so he moved to Chicago and opened Quimby's across the street from Myopic, the first version of Myopic on I, Division. I was there. Yeah. every I was. And now the guy that the started that Myopic opened a store here, Tangible Books, in 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 uh, Bridgeport. Bridgeport finally has a bookstore, and it's opened by Joe Judd. You know, like of all people. Wow! So that's interesting. That's another bit of good news. You know? Yeah, yeah a bookstore. Yeah, because before that, you know, i had been living here six six years, and like I had to go to either Pilsen or Hyde Park to go to a bookstore. You know, basically.
1: Pilsen's not that far.
0: No, I know. Yeah, but it's it's Pilsen, <laughs> whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, well, congratulations on the bookstore. I'm sorry this is so long. No, <laughs> it's I'm good not. to talk to you.
0: I'm not. Yeah. You want you we want to cut it off.
1: No, we don't have to. No, no. It's, this
0: is. It seems like it's it's pretty cool. long. No, who cares? I mean, the the good thing about you know not being beholden to any any sponsor or you know commercial entity is like this this is this is my little little playpen. You know, I get to do it like you know I I upload them to a server and like make a little page with a drawing you know and then put it up once a week. It's it's fun. Uh I get to have weird meandering conversations with people that have done a lot of interesting things like you. What's the yeah. longest one you've ever done? I think the longest so far is uh, two and a half hours with Emmett Kelly. The, no, no. I, well, yeah, that's probably officially the longest one. I you may beat it.
1: What's the shortest one?
0: Oh, uh, about 40 minutes of like, since I started doing these interviews. Yeah. Yeah. I started this sort of formalized it early this year, I think. And, yeah, I'm up scheduled. Yeah, this will be, I think this will air in November at this point. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I I had to make it once a week. Otherwise, you know, I have a lot of other shit I got to (laughs) do. You know, it's it's like, it's good. I I don't know. I like it. I I like listening to people talk one-on-one conversations. I like conversations like this. And uh, so far, it's all people I've known pretty much that have been in, involved in some sort of creative enterprise because <laughs> that's all i know and yeah. yeah my goal right now is yeah to program it through the end of the year then reassess or see what i want to do you know what i want to get
1: out of it i mean it's like me drawing the white socks every day yeah except it takes me five minutes and it takes you several hours a week
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's all right you know it's good to it's good to be busy it's good to have things to occupy your brain you know it's much better than the, the other way, <laughs> not having enough.
1: And you also get to have a long, nice conversation with somebody. Yeah. Oh, no, it's, it's so, a, yeah, it's, it's it's a the, total win-win. It's the opposite of, of making an amazing thing that you have to toil over by yourself. You
0: know? <laughs> I like doing that, too. I I, know. Don't, I don't know if they're amazing, but like I, I work on a lot, most, most things on right. my own. So then you, you know? get to
1: slip in one project where you get to actually... Yes, Socialized. That's about as close to
0: collaboration as I get, I guess. <laughs> Is that I depend on somebody like you to actually talk? Because, <laughs> yeah, I, I do not want to sit here and listen to the sound of my own voice. Uh, it's fine. I've, I've come to terms with that, but that's not what I'm here for. You know? nice. So, thank you for doing this.
1: Well, thank you for inviting me to your home. Yeah. Cool. Let's stop.